Blog Talk Radio. God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. 
Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Praise God. Hallelujah. A new program today. Hallelujah. We promised today that we would talk about the tribulation. Praise God. And that is going to be our main topics today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank Jesus. So I welcome all the new people. Hallelujah. All my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. That listen to the programs every day. Praise God. Hallelujah. We had a wonderful program last night. Hallelujah. Our brother Clay came on the show, and he brought a lot of information, which is going to be back on Friday. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to have our brother Samuel tonight at 9 o'clock. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's going to be calling in. Hallelujah. And he's going to be sharing with us what God put in his heart to share with his people. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hope everybody hear me fine. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to have a wonderful show tonight. Hallelujah. I will uh, tell the, the God's people, hallelujah, what God's been showing me. Praise God, hallelujah, through all this year. Praise God, hallelujah, last year and this year. Praise God, hallelujah, mostly this year, hallelujah, he's been showing me a lot of things. Even to, uh, last night, the Lord showed me more uh, in a vision about the, the tribulations that, is, is, according to the Lord, is very, very soon. Praise God, hallelujah. I really got the sense last night, hallelujah, and the knowledge that the tribulation is closer, hallelujah, than what we think it is. Praise God, hallelujah. And the Lord wants us to prepare, hallelujah. The Lord wants us to stay in constant repentance before his presence, seeking him every day, getting ready for this rapture, hallelujah. Praise God, because this rapture is close and it's imminent. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to start, hallelujah, in Matthew 25. Hallelujah. The parable of the ten virgins. Before we go into the book of Revelation, where we're going to be, praise God, hallelujah, talking about a lot t- tonight. Praise God. Matthew 25, 10 says, But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived, and the virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet. Hallelujah. And the door was shut. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I know that a lot of people have been having problems um, believing what I've been saying or what my brother Larry has been saying, that the door the door to heaven is going to be shut in the moment the rapture occurred. Praise God. Hallelujah. And this is what it says in Matthew 25, 10. And, and a lot of people, I had a couple uh, person yesterday, a brothers and sister. Who, who told me, brother, what about uh, um, Revelation 20? Praise God, where, where, where the, the people that were beheaded, they believed they were in heaven. Praise God. We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to go into Revelation 20 tonight, and we're going to talk about it. Praise God, hallelujah. I'm going to show you through the word of God, hallelujah, that praise God, hallelujah, that the door will be shut, and the only, the only time the door is going to be open again is when, the white throne judgment come. Praise God. There will only be one white throne judgment. Praise God. The Bible only talks about one. Praise God. And this is what I'm going to show you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the door will be shut from now to the white throne judgment. And what the Lord has told us very clear is that whoever is beheaded for him in the tribulation will go to the valleys. Praise God. I, I had asked the Lord to, to please confirm this to me again, and he's dead. So I'm very clear by God that this is the way it is. I ask him to give me wisdom to explain this because I know when people are having trouble believing this, hallelujah, 
But we will share this through the Bible. Hallelujah. I hope that uh, you open your heart to receive the word of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And when 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 we read in the word of God, it's the word of God. It's not my word. Praise God. Hallelujah. You make you can write and say, brother, I think you you explained this. Uh, I don't I don't agree with what you explaining there. Praise God. But um, this is why I have asked the Lord to give me wisdom because I'm not going to change nothing to the word of God. I am just going to praise God. Hallelujah. Explains what the word says, hallelujah. And I know the Lord has told me he has given me wisdom, praise God, hallelujah. And I know the Lord will also confirm it to you, hallelujah. As I'm speaking, hallelujah, he will confirm it to your spirit, to your heart, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. So you just got to open your heart to the Lord, praise God, because the Lord is willing to make things clear for his people. Because the Lord, the Lord told me three days ago, my people are not listening to me, my son. They are not listening to me. And I, you know, and I've been preaching the word of the Lord. I've been coming with the word. I, you know, and the Lord's been, his anointing been coming on his people. But the Lord is concerned that the people that are listening on the radio are not receiving the word. And he didn't say any about everybody. So please don't misunderstand me. But the majority of the people are not uh, receiving his word, are not believing his word. They are believing the devil. Hallelujah. Unbelief is believing the devil. Faith is believing God. Remember that, hallelujah. Unbelief can take you to hell. Praise God, hallelujah. Jesus could not do miracle where he grew up, hallelujah, because of their unbelief. Hallelujah. You hold God back when you don't believe God. Hallelujah. And praise God, hallelujah. And the Lord had told me to stay away from certain people because they're not believing God. He told me that specifically. So I'm, I'm being very careful, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah, because the Lord told me they are not believing me, my son. That's the word he said to me three, three nights ago, hallelujah. Praise God, I was so happy, hallelujah, because new people are coming to hear the program, and I know the Lord is moving, and the Lord is healing people and setting people free, hallelujah. And you just want to see more people getting saved, but when the Lord tells you that they're not believing him, now, praise God, that's different, hallelujah, because this is not about me. This is about the Lord Jesus Christ. He told me up in heaven, tell him it's about me. This is why I've been telling people it's about Jesus. It's not about Elvie or Larry or anybody else. It's about Jesus Christ, Rabbi Jesus, hallelujah. Just like uh, we put on the website, hallelujah, Rabbi Jesus, Rabbi Yeshua, hallelujah, praise God. So, I mean, this is why we have that photo on the website, hallelujah. And I remember my brother Chance a few days ago added another thing, and in the, in the, in the photo got pushed. Um, to, uh, forward, and I asked my brother to please put it back, because the Lord wanted that back, hallelujah, praise God, it's all about Jesus, it's all about him, praise God, he don't want me to change anything in the program right now, praise God, he just wants his people to believe him, praise God, hallelujah, so it says there very clear, in Matthew 25, hallelujah, that the door, and the door was shut, and then it says on verse 11, later, um, the other also came, Lord, Lord, they say, open the door for us. Who closed the door? The Lord. Who who they were begging to open the door? Praise God, hallelujah. They were begging to the Lord. Later, other came, also came and said, Lord, Lord, they said, this is Matthew 25, 11, open the door for us. But he replied, who replied? Jesus. Truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Praise God, hallelujah. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, 
clearly the one given this parable of the ten virgins is the Lord Jesus Christ telling his disciple what is going to happen on the time at the end. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we are at that time. And this is specifically referring to the rapture. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, praise God. When he comes on the rapture and takes the people that are ready, the rest of the people, praise God. Hallelujah. The door is shut for them. Praise God. So, the best hope for them is the valley, the outer darkness. Hallelujah. He said many will be thrown in the outer darkness of the disciple too. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, we're going to go to Revelation 7. Praise God. Hallelujah. Remember, we're talking tonight about the tribulation. Praise God, hallelujah. Now, this is talking about the 100, and Revelation 7 starts talking about the 144,000, praise God, hallelujah, who are going to get the seal from God, which are going to come from, from the Jewish people, the Israel, from the 12 tribes, hallelujah. I'm going to read some of it. After this, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land or on the sea, on any tree, praise God. Then I was telling my brother Larry um, what I'm reading now, hallelujah, that I see nuclear weapon going over there in Israel. The Lord showed me uh, like a month ago or less, praise God, hallelujah. In a vision he showed me, hallelujah, there were nuclear weapon going uh, going off close to Israel in the place called Armageddon, praise God, hallelujah. And, um, and um, it made sense to me that the angels holding the wind, to going into to, uh, to going into the land because these nuclear weapons, hallelujah, the radiation and the power that comes out of the nuclear weapon can harm the trees and the people and all that. And there's an angel protecting the Jewish people, protecting the people there specifically. Praise God, hallelujah. And I seen this when the Lord took me there in the spirit to see this, hallelujah. The, the Lord is going to have to do something, and it makes sense that the angels doing this, hallelujah. Because then now people will be killed from these nuclear weapon going off. It's horrible over there. This is when I tell the people that uh, in these tribulations, um, United, uh, um, Russia, praise God, hallelujah, Japan, China, praise God, hallelujah, and other nations, European nations, will go and drop nuclear weapon and Armageddon. The Lord showed this to me. And I see them very clear. So when I read Revelation now, everything in Revelation makes sense to me. Why God does this? Why God sends the angel to hold the wind? Because raise God, this nuclear weapons are going up. That's the radiation alone can kill people. And, and where Armageddon is going to happen is so close to Jerusalem. I mean, it's not too close. They are miles away. But the radiation can kill people. So the Lord is going to have to protect them. Praise God. So it makes sense to me. Now, this verse seven, uh, Revelation 7, 2. Then I saw another angel coming out from the east. Having the seal of the living God, he called out in a loud voice to the four angel who has been given power to harm the land and the sea. Praise God. Do not harm the land or the sea, has been told to the angel, or the tree, until we put a seal on the forehead of the servant of our God. This is talking about the 144,000, 12,000 um, 12, from each tribe, hallelujah. They're going to be picked, hallelujah. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the stripes of Israel. And specifically, the name of Israel is there. Because a lot of people, let me tell you what's been happening over the year. Why I want to mention Israel there. A lot of people have been saying, praise God, hallelujah, that uh, the 144,000 are coming out of the Gentile. 
are the people that God has chosen, and that is false, because you hear there very clear, praise God, hallelujah, that, hallelujah, especially the Jehovah Witnesses are teaching that, that they, they, they are the 144,000. They already have them out of their own group, praise God, but that is false. That is wrong. That is the enemy deceiving people, praise God, hallelujah, because the, these 144,000 out of the, the 12 tribes of Israel, Praise God, and the Lord know who they are, hallelujah. Because many of you may say, where are the, where are the 12 tribes of Israel? Well, only God knows because the Jewish are all over the world right now. Praise God. But we know the majority have gone back to the promised land. Revelation 8, the seventh seal and the golden censer. When he opened the seventh seal, there was a silence in heaven for about half an hour. Right? And I saw seven angels who stand before God and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel who had the golden sense came and stood at the altar. He was giving much incense to offer. Praise God. And then with the prayer of, of, of all God's people and the golden altar in front of the throne. This is why I tell people, and this is very important, I tell people to pray. The, Jesus told his disciples to pray without ceasing, told us to pray without ceasing. So I, I remind you this because repenting, hallelujah, we sin every day in our mind and our heart. So much way through our eyes. This is why we need to be on constant repenting. Praise God, hallelujah. It's not that you're going to repent, um, praise God, hallelujah, for the same sin that you already repent. It's that we continue to sin. Hallelujah. And if the Lord comes in the moment we're sinning, we're taking a big chance. I'm not going to tell you you're going to stay, but you're taking a big chance. And the Lord is telling us to be on constant repenting before his presence. It's very, very important. That we stay, hallelujah, in constant repenting. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So it said in um, um, Revelation 8, uh, 6, all right, then the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them. Then the first angel sounded the trumpet. Now the tribulation is beginning. There came hail and, mixed, and fire mixed with blood, and it was hurled down on the earth. Praise God, hallelujah. Now, Praise God, the fire, it says it was mixed with blood, and it was hurled down on the earth, and a third of the earth was burned up. A third of the tree were burned up, and all the green grass were burned up. Praise God. This can, I, I believe, can be from the, from the from nuclear weapon. Praise God. But it also can be um, hail coming up from heaven. Praise God, hallelujah. Which it says in the, in the book of Job that God has preserved this hail for the end time. Praise God, hallelujah. Now, Revelation uh, 8, and the second angel sounded the trumpet, and something like a huge mountain, and all the blades were thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea turned into blood, and a third of the living creature and the sea died, and a third of the ship were destroyed. Praise God, hallelujah. Oh, there's, there's so much, the Navy is over there now, and all that. Praise God, hallelujah. Hopefully they won't be there for the tribulations. Or the, or the ship will be destroyed. Praise God. So, all these things are coming, people of God. Do you think the Lord want us to wait for this? Do you think the Lord want us to wait for all these judgments to come from God? Hallelujah. Do you, Lord, do you think the Lord want us to wait for the tribulation to see all these things? Of course not. Of course the Lord wants to, praise God, hallelujah, to, 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 go up, to go up in the rapture. He wants to get us out of here now. Soon, 
Praise God, hallelujah. He wants to save his people. Praise God. This is why he's calling his people to repenting, because he's coming. He's not going to delay his coming, the Bible says. He's coming for his people. Praise God, who have prepared a spotless wife, hallelujah, with no wrinkle, nothing, no, 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 nothing, no dirt, nothing, clean, pure. Praise God, hallelujah. He's coming for a bride who have prepared for him, hallelujah. The bridegroom is coming, people. We got to be ready for him. Praise God, hallelujah. So this is our golden ticket to get out of here. And we got to take it. We got to take it. But it's going to take obedience. It's going to take a decision from you and I. Because what God is doing is letting you and I choose. We either choose the Lord, rather, or we choose the devil, the world, the world, the devil. When you choose the, the world and sin, you're choosing the devil automatically. You're not choosing Jesus. Because when you choose Jesus, you choose the path of holiness and righteous, right standing with God. Praise God, hallelujah. So the bridegroom is coming. Hallelujah. Either we're ready or not, he's coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I'm, I'm one of those who says, I don't want to stay behind. I have no business with the Antichrist. I have no business with his demon. I have no business having the, having the, the wrath of God coming out of my head. Praise God and destroying me. No way, Jose. I want to get out of here. Praise God. This is why the Lord had me not going out of my house, just seeking him in my house. Hallelujah. Being unrepenting all day long. Praise God, staying away from sin. I want nothing to do with sin. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So this is why he has me in my house. I don't go out of my house unless I need to go out. Praise God, I'm staying away from sin. Praise God, hallelujah. Because the Lord wants us to be holy. He called us to be holy. He called us to pursue holiness. Praise God, hallelujah. And it's the only way, people of God, hallelujah, by walking in holiness, by seeking holiness, by pursuing holiness, we're going to get out of here. Jesus guaranteed us to us, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. This is why he said through the mouth of the, uh, uh, the apostle Peter that without holiness, no one will see God. Hallelujah. And this is, uh, we're talking about true repenting, sincere repenting, not repenting, when you say, I, I repent, Lord, and then go back and do the same thing again. No, it's turning away from sin. That's the kind of repenting we're talking about here. Praise God, hallelujah. So we just got to be sincere with God. Remember, no one can lie to God. No one. Hallelujah. And when you choose sin, when you choose this world who, who is for judgment now, you're choosing distraction for your life. So be clear about that. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, Revelation 8.10, Then the angel sounded the trumpet, and a great star, blazing like, torch, like a torch, fell from the sky on the third of the river and on the spring of the water. And the name of the star is Wormwood. And the third of the water turned bitter. And many people died from the water and have become bitter. The people came bitter for drinking the water. Praise God. All the water supply, because I've seen this. I've seen this. The Lord showed this to me. All the water supply of the earth are going to be contaminated. Where are you going to get water to drink when the water are going to be contaminated? People of God, this tribulation is not a joke. Don't take this as a joke. As many people say, I'm going to stay, and so what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to rebuke the Antichrist. I'm going to rebuke those demons. We're going to read in the book of Revelation that the Antichrist... The beast, they're going to give power to the beast 
to kill God's people. Praise God, hallelujah. To torment even the one, hallelujah, that had the seal on the forehead from God. The 144,000 are going to be tormented by the beast. This is not a joke, people of God. We've got to wake up. A lot of people are sleeping with us. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Revelation 8, 12, hallelujah. And the four angels sounded the trumpet, and the third of the sun was struck. A third of the moon and the third of the star. And so the third of them turned dark, and a third of the day was without light. And also a third of the night. Praise God. Even the, the day are going to be darkened. Praise God, hallelujah. It's just going to be dark, and I remember the Lord taking me one night to the tribulation, and I couldn't understand why, why, like, in the middle of the day, 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it was so dark. People, most of the people were staying home, and I found somebody on the street, and I say, and I said to this person, um, where are all the people? Because I know it's a whole city, and I said, you know, where are all these people from this city? Because I see all the houses and buildings. Praise God, hallelujah. And one of the persons says to me, you better hide, you better hide. Because they're going to come and kill you. They're going to come and kill you. And I was like, who are you talking about? Praise God. Like, who, who, who are you saying is going to come and kill me? The demons. The demons. They come and they just take people. They just take people to hell. They kill them and they just take their soul. Praise God. Hallelujah. So then I said, wow. Wow. So I, I, I was looking around to see if I see one of them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because they just, according to this man, they just come on suddenly. This was in the middle uh, um, like around two years into the tribulation, praise God, hallelujah. So this is going to be very terrible, people. Terrible, 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 praise God, hallelujah. Revelation 9, praise God, hallelujah. And the fourth angel sounded the trumpet, and I saw the star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given the, the key to the shaft of the abyss, hallelujah. When the, they opened the abyss, Smoke rose from like like the smoke of a gigantic furnace. Let me tell you about this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I was shown from heaven by two angels that God has spoken to me. Hallelujah. Uh, and I was shown in the tribulation when the big this big furnace, what looked like a big furnace, when hell was open, and these horrible, angry, evil, mad, distraction look looking like demons were coming to the earth and and they look on their face that they've been so long tied down in hell that when they get to come to the earth I seen their anger on their face. They were coming out to kill any human being they could encounter on their way. Praise God. They look mad and they, they set up on me in heaven. Woe to the to the people on earth, woe to them. Praise God, hallelujah. For when this all this evil was coming from the earth, I was like, wow. Just seeing this, this event from heaven, it's easier to see it from heaven because you got the presence of the Lord all over your life. Praise God, hallelujah. And you got the Lord's strength. But imagine seeing that from here, from earth. All the people that are going to go through this very soon. I mean, the tribulation is around the corner. The Lord showed me how close the tribulation is. And I said, Lord, how can the tribulation be so close, Lord? How? Praise God. And the answer is, I've been telling my people to prepare, but they are not listening. This tribulation, people of God, is real, real close. Praise God. We need to be on constant repenting if we want to have any hope on getting out of here. 
Hallelujah. Because the Lord Jesus Christ is the only one who's going to get us out of here by his mercy and love. Praise God, that we may be found worthy, the Bible says, of escaping. That's the word. Found worthy. Hallelujah. Only by his mercy, he's going to get us out of here. And I can't wait. I can't wait because I've seen what is going to be released from hell to this earth. This demon has been tied up for a long time. We're going to read about that more. Hallelujah. And they are so mad at human beings because human being has a chance to repent and go to heaven. They don't. They are forever cast out of heaven. They have no chance of repenting and going back to heaven. But human beings do. They do. They have the ch- human being. we have the chance to repent and for the Lord to get us out of here. The demon don't. So they just want to kill people and get their soul in hell. So they don't have no more chance. That's what the, this is what the whole deal with Satan. What Satan wants to do right now is entertain people. Oh, everything is fine. Nothing is happening. Just go on with your life. Keep busy. Keep working. I mean, don't have time to pray. I mean, enjoy the television. All this nudity and all this cursing on TV. Enjoy it. It's fine. And he's contaminating people's soul. Just contaminating them enough. Because he knows. He knows that God is holy. He knows that when the Lord comes from his people, and the soul are all contaminated, and they're not in repenting, they're not going up. Satan knows the word. He knows the word. He knows God. He he been with God for millions and billions of years. He knows the demands of God from us, hallelujah, or of anybody, anybody that's serving, hallelujah. You got to be holy, hallelujah. And Satan is playing a game in people's mind right now. He's just playing it, and, 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 you know, playing the violin to them, hallelujah, keeping them entertained with sins and everything up there so they can be, get caught. Hallelujah. And not in a good position. And this is sad. This is the part that is sad. Revelation 19.3. And out of the smoke, locusts, praise God, came down on the earth and were given power like the scorpion of the earth. Now, I want you to pay attention to this. Hallelujah. Because look what it says there in Revelation 9.3. Hallelujah. That they were given power. Hallelujah. Jesus said that he had all power given to him by God. Okay? That means nobody else have any power. Hallelujah. Nobody else. So he has to give power. Hallelujah. For, 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 the, for these demons to do anything. Because Jesus has all power. He's the only one that has all power. It's in the Word of God. Matthew 28, 19, I believe it is. Praise God. Hallelujah. So they were given power. Hallelujah. And, and out of the smoke, says in Revelation 9.3, locusts came down on the earth and were given power like, like of the scorpion and of the earth. And they were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant of the tree. Who were talking to them, telling them, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Who's in control? Who's in control in heaven? And who's control everything? Please open your understanding. Please open your understanding. See how God is the one in control, how he is the one telling them, don't do this, don't do that. Though that was not in control, God is in control. Praise God, hallelujah. And he is the one who's going to allow this. He is the one, hallelujah, who's going to set them free to come out of the pit of hell and start killing human beings. This is how mad the Father is. He is very 
meta humanity because he has given his son for, to die for them. So they have given them repenting for them to repent back to him through Jesus Christ. Has given them his Holy Spirit, hallelujah, to help them, the Counselor, the Helper. And people are taking the Holy Spirit for granted, are not listening to Jesus, are doing whatever they want with their life. They're not in constant repentance, like the Lord told me three days ago. Hallelujah. They're not in constant repentance. The Lord told me this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He, he knows the heart. He knows the people. He's trying to awaken his people. That's what the Lord is doing. Hallelujah. But you got to listen to him, people of God. We got to listen to the Lord, praise God. Remember, He's always right and we're always wrong. Hallelujah. The chance we have is to repent. That's the chance He's given us. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, uh, Revelation 9 4, they were told not to harm the grass and the earth or any plant in the tree, but only those who did not have the seal of God on their forehead. What, what, let me read that again. Let me read that again. They were told not to harm the plant and the tree, but only those who did not have the seal of God on their forehead. Who are those people? Remember, 144,000 are going to have a seal. Okay? The rest of humanity who don't have a seal, okay, these locusts are being given power to harm them. Praise God. Read it, read it there very clearly. Hallelujah. They're going to, hallelujah, praise God. They're going to harm the rest of humanity. Verse 5. They were not allowed to kill them. They, they're not going to tell them. They're not going to be allowed to kill people. Okay? Let's be clear about that. Hallelujah. But only to torture them for five months, a time and a period. Only for five months they were tortured people. Now, I seen these locusts. I seen them personally, like a few feet away from me. I see one of them. And they are the most horrible thing you can ever see. I mean, I don't advise anybody to see these things. Hallelujah. I know a lot of people want God to show them vision or this or that. Let me tell you, you will be terrified when you see these things. They are the most horrible thing you can ever imagine. You never see nothing in a movie so horrible like these demon are. They, I mean, since they have fallen from grace, since they were kicked out of heaven, sin has made them so ugly. This is what sin does to you. This is why God the one sin on us. Because sin destroys your, you, destroys your spirit, your soul. It just, sin is so horrible in the eyes of God. And when you look at these, at these praise God, hallelujah. When you look at these, these, these locusts, these demons, because that's what they are, demons, they are horrible. You can see that they are falling away from God. And God, they have nothing to do with God. They are all about darkness and evil. That is what they are all about. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the agony, um, verse 5, Revelation 9, 5, they were not allowed to kill them, but only to torture them for five months. And the agony they suffered was like the, the sting of a scorpion when it strikes. You know, a lot, a lot of people know that when you get sting by a scorpion, can put you in the hospital can paralyze your whole body. The pain is one of the most horrible pains you can get in your body by getting stung by a scorpion. Praise God, Hallelujah. It's so horrible. During those days, people were sick, dead, but will not find it. They will long to die. Praise God, Hallelujah. But they will elude them. Hallelujah. 
they will want nothing to do with them for now. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God. The, the, the demons are dead. I'm going to stay away from people. Praise God. In the tribulation, people will have to suffer. They, that's what the Father wants. Hallelujah. But through suffering, to give people a chance to repent. That, that's the plan of, of the Father. Okay? That by people suffering in this tribulation, hallelujah. And, and there are people now who are going to go in the tribulation and they have, because they haven't suffered enough. Hallelujah. It's actually a mercy of God. Believe it or not. Many of you will say, but how can suffering be great? Well, when it has to do with the salvation of your soul and, and your spirit, which that's what we are, a soul and a spirit. Okay? Because this body, this body then where we are in, is not going to inherit the kingdom of heaven. Flesh and, and blood, Paul, Paul said to the Corinthians, will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, people of God. Said, so we are a soul and a spirit, which we are going to be with the Lord. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, this is why we got to be prepared with the Lord. Hallelujah. Revelation 9, 7. The locusts look like horse prepared for battle. And on their head, they wore, they wore something like crown and gold. Their faces resemble human faces. This is what I've seen. Their hair were like women's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They have breastplate like breastplate of iron, and the, and the sound of the wind was like the thundering of many horses, chariot rushing into battle. Praise God. They, i seen them. i seen the winds. i seen everything. That's exactly how it's described. The teeth looks like teeth of lions. i seen that a little because one of them looked at me and opened the mouth like to try to scare me, but I, I, got, I got the Lord with me. I'm not scared of them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. i seen what I noticed in this revelation the Lord gave me three weeks ago was that it had like a, like a young kid. It was holding it, and it penetrated. They got the, the, the nails very long. Praise God. And, and it penetrated the nail into the chest of this young, like 17 or 18-year-old boy because it was in a high school. And um. And and I could hear him cry because of this uh, this locust, this demon was torment, tormenting the living daylight out of him. And he was crying, crying, and was calling for help, help, help. And when I seen this in the moment, I was calling other people to help. And people were telling me, are you crazy? I, you better run for your life. And I said, but look, it's tormenting that young man. It's tormenting his life. He cannot take it anymore. They were telling you better run, or, or you might be next. You better run. You better run. And I was like, how can people be afraid of this demon? Basically, and I didn't want into into the high school because I noticed there was no light, and it was like a, it was like in winter time, around maybe four or five o'clock. Because you know, in the winter, it gets dark earlier, so I couldn't see highly inside. I, I saw the reflection through the light, from the outside light into the demon when the demon came out into the light. And I, and I look at this locust, this demon, horrible demon, like it says in the book of Revelation, you know. And, and for what chance I wanted to help the young man, like I wanted to go there and rebuke him in the name of Jesus to release this man that it was torturing. But you know what? We can't intervene. We cannot intervene. This is one thing the Lord is telling us, Larry and I. Don't intervene with people's future. Tell them to repent. Tell them to seek me. But don't intervene with them. No. They got to seek the Lord on their own. They got to make the choice for the Lord. Because we do that. We just want to help people so bad, like me. I want to help people. I want people to go to heaven, but I cannot make anybody go to heaven. No way. And this is what the Lord is, is, is putting through my mind. Don't intervene with people's future. Just tell them. 
Tell them the word. Tell, tell them to repent. Tell them to seek me, and that's it. They got to make a choice. If they don't make a choice, you know, they're choosing the devil. It's not, they're not choosing Jesus. They are choosing Satan. That is what it is. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, and um, praise God. Hallelujah. Verse um, 11. They had a king. Now listen to this. They had a king, king over them, the angel of the abyss, whose name is in Hebrew, Avaron, or Avaron, and in Greek, Apollyon. That is destroyer, Satan, that old serpent, is their, is their king. Imagine what they call him. Imagine what they call Satan, their king, the destroyer of the abyss. Satan, that old serpent, that beast. Praise God. God, God protect us. Hallelujah. We will not see this. Hallelujah. Sally to the people that are going to have to go through this. Hallelujah. It's very sad. Very, very sad are the people that are going to have to go through this revelation. Hallelujah. And according to the Lord, the, almost the whole world is going to the tribulation. Praise God, hallelujah. Now, the sixth angel sound the trumpet, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Releases the four angels who are bound. Now, he releases the fourth angel who are bound in the great river Erfurte. And the four angels who has um, been kept ready for this very hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. This is what I seen from heaven. When these demons, these fourth angels were released from heaven, they're going to kill, they're going to kill, they're going to murder a third part of the humanity. That's what they're going to do there. If you read it carefully, Revelations, Revelation 9, praise God, hallelujah, uh, 14, and, the sec, uh, and it says the sixth angel who has the trumpet, Release the fourth angel who are bound in the great river Ephrathe. Oh, Freddy, some people say, hallelujah. And the fourth angel who has been kept ready for this hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. Oh, my goodness. How many people are going to be dead, people got? Do you see how serious this is? Do you think this is time to be playing or arguing or questioning? Or uh, You know, we just got to take the word of God serious. We got to be in total repenting. We cannot be playing games now. We cannot. We cannot. The Lord told me I if they start playing games with you, I don't want you to deal with them. They're not, they're not going to take the word serious. That's it. Praise God. The Lord wants want his people to take them serious. He, this, this is what he wants. This is no time for game or argument. This is time to repent. Praise God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the number of the, of the mounted troop was twice 10,000 times 10,000. And I heard their number, and the horse and the rider, and I saw in my vision, continue John says on 9-11, look like this. The breastplates were very dark blue, yellow as sulfur. The head of the horse resembled the head of the lion, and out of the mouth came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur that came out of the mouth. Hallelujah. Many says, because I heard this, that this is nuclear weapon. Well, it says that from the demons that are coming out of the pit that are going, that are going to be released, the power of the horse was in their mouth and their tail. Hallelujah. For their tail was like snake having head with which they are inflicted injury. 
And the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues, hallelujah. This is where I want you to pay attention. Because why have the Lord been having me and my brother Larry a few weeks back telling you to just repent? Revelation 19.20. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They now stop worshiping demons and of idol of gold, silver, bronze, stone, or wood. An idol that cannot see or hear or walk. Now listen to this. Nor did they repent of their murders. Hallelujah. Their, ma- their magic art. Magic is of the devil. Their sexual immorality. Hallelujah. Or their theft. Hallelujah. Stealing. Stealing sexual immorality, people. This is happening. This is like eating rice every day to a lot of people. Sexual immorality, hallelujah. Big fornication, adultery, all kinds of things are going on with people, hallelujah. They don't want to repent. They just don't want to repent. This is why the Lord is concerned because he wants to save people. Jesus Christ is all about saving people. He loves people. He gives his life for them. He wants to bring them to heaven. At least to the valley he wants to bring them. Hallelujah. But there has to be a repenting in your life. It has to be a turning away from sin. That is what he expects you and I to do. Hallelujah. And he's not choosing beautiful son and daughter. No. This is for everybody. We all need to be in constant repenting. He has me in constant repenting. We have no choice, people of God. No choice. We sin, we repent. Hallelujah. Repenting. Hallelujah. It's what God has given you and I that Satan and his demons don't have anymore. They cannot repent. You and I can. This is why they hate you and I so much. This is why they want to kill, kill all human beings. Satan and his demons, if God allow him to, will kill all humanity in a day or less. If God allow him to. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why? Because humanity has a chance. Praise God, hallelujah. Not only to repent, for the Lord to take them out of here, for the Lord to take them to heaven, for the Lord to give them a glorified body for all eternity, for the Lord to turn them into immortal, where they're never going to die when they go to heaven and be with the Lord. Praise God, hallelujah. There's so much, hallelujah, in play here. There's so much in the balance here, hallelujah. And people are not realizing the devil is blocking the, the, the spiritual understanding. So they don't understand how serious all this is. This is not about alien. This is why I don't want to waste time talking about alien. The Lord told me that, told me that only the word alien is of the devil. That's why I don't even want to use that word. Because it's of the devil. It's of Satan. Hallelujah. Satan came out with that word. And people repeat the word. You were false. It's of the devil. They are demon and principality. If you are walking in truth, if you are speaking in truth, let your yes be yes and your no be no. If you are speaking according to the Bible, like Paul told the churches, if you speak, speak according to the word of God. All right? So what do we call them? Demon, principality, not alien or UFOs. Praise God, hallelujah. Don't call them that. If you're walking in truth, call them demon, call them principality, and you will please the Lord your God. Hallelujah. He told me not to use those words, those evil words 
that Satan and men invented. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is why Satan wants to give men so much evil stuff to keep them away from God. This is his plan. This is his destruction plan. Praise God. Hallelujah. So use wisdom, people, like the five uh, wise virgins. They use wisdom. What wisdom? The wisdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Revelation 11. Uh, now we're talking about the two witnesses. Hallelujah. Uh, here it is. A lot of people say, we're going to have power to rebuke this demon and demon. All right, let's go about that now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation 11 says, And it was given a reed like a measuring rod. Hallelujah. And it was told, Go and measure the temple of God and the altar uh, with its worshiper. But it's cluviata court. Do not measure it because it has been given to the Gentiles. They will trample on the holy city for 42 months. That it is three and a half years. For three and a half years, hallelujah, this Antichrist, hallelujah, will go, hallelujah, into the temple of Solomon, and the Lord has given them to be there, hallelujah, in the holy city, 42 months, which is three and a half years, hallelujah. After the three and a half years, the Lord Jesus Christ is going to come and kick them out. He's going to bring fire from heaven and consume them, throw them in hell. He's, got, he's not going to tolerate that anymore. Praise God. People think it's a great thing to go there, praise God, hallelujah, and change whatever God has established here in his holy city. We got to be careful when we talk about Jerusalem. Very careful. There's no respect from the Gentile about the, about the Jewish city, about the holy city, which is the, the city of God, hallelujah. People got to be very, very careful with that city. Hallelujah. Verse 3, and, it all, and, it will, and I will point to my two witnesses there, says the Lord, and they will prophesy for what 1,260 days, clothed in Sakala, they are the two olive tree and the two lampstand, and they stand before the Lord on the earth. And anyone try to harm them, fire come from their mouth and devour the enemy. This is how anyone who wants to harm them must die. They have power to shut up the heaven so that if will not rain during the time they are prophesying. They have power to turn the water into blood and to strike the earth where every play often as they want. God is giving them this power. Praise God. Only to them, not to the rest of humanity. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is where the confusion of people are. Verse 7. Now, when they have finished their testimony, the beast that comes up from the abyss will attack them in overpower and kill them. Do you hear that? And who is the beast? The Antichrist. Satan in the flesh. Satan, which is a demon. Hallelujah. Praise God. He will overpower them. Praise God. Their body will lie on the public square of the great city, Jerusalem, which is configurably called Sodom and Egypt, where also the Lord was crucified, Jerusalem, for the three and a half days. From every people, tribe, language, nation will gaze on their body, Refuse to bury them, the inhabiting, hallelujah, of the earth will glow over them and will celebrate by sending each other gift. Because the, the two prophets had tormented those who live on the earth. By how did they torment them? Do you know how? By teaching the word of God, by telling them the truth. Can you believe that? People are tormented right now because L.V. Zapata is teaching the truth through this radio. 
Can you believe that? They are tormented by that. They want to fight me. They want to argue with me just because I'm reading the word, just because I'm teaching the word. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is what they're going to do with these two olives. Hallelujah. There's two men, hallelujah, which is, I believe one of them is uh, Elisha, praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah, and Enoch. Elisha and Enoch is believed to be, hallelujah. But by following the signs, I believe one of them is Moses, praise God, hallelujah. But they said that the one that two that didn't die was Elisha and Enoch, were the one taken to heaven without dying, praise God, hallelujah. So, praise God, hallelujah. So people got mad at them. People were tormented by hearing the word of God, by hearing the truth from their mouth. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Praise God. This is the time that we're in, people of God. This is the time we're in. Hallelujah. Then verse 13, at the very hour, at the very hour, there will be a severe earthquake, and a tent of the city will collapse. Hallelujah. Collapses. Hallelujah. 7,000 people were killed in the earthquake. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the survival we're terrified and give glory to the God of heaven. Finally, someone said, we got to glorify God. We got to thank God for being alive. Finally, someone thank God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Revelation 13. The beast out of the sea, the dragon stood at the shore of the sea, and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads, with ten crowns and a horn, and a and on each head, it had a blasphemous name. Hallelujah. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but has feet like those of a bear or, mouth, or the mouth like of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power, his throne, and his great authority. This is what Satan does. He gives power to his demon back and forward. Praise God. Hallelujah. For a specific job. And he will... Here the beast was getting power from the dragon, Satan. Satan was giving the this Antichrist, hallelujah, praise God, power, hallelujah, to, 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 to do his thing, hallelujah. He might not have all the power now to do it, hallelujah, because the church is still here and the church needs to be out. The Holy Spirit is not going to allow him to get that power yet, praise God, hallelujah. So once the church is raptured, uh, the, the dragon is going to give him power, praise God, hallelujah. And then <laughs> terrible, terrible things are going to happen. Hallelujah. People of God, this is not time to play game. This is time to repent and seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And in verse uh, Revelation 13, 4, people worship the dragon. Oh, this is so This is so horrible. This is so horrible. I'm going to read from verse 3. Uh, One of the head of the beast seemed to have a fatal wound, but the fatal wound has been healed. The whole wor uh, world was filled with wonder and follow the beast. People worship the dragon because he has given authority to the beast, and they also worship the beast and and ask, who is like the beast? Who can wage war against the beast? Believe this or not, last night, praise God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, the Lord took me out into the tribulation and a vision, hallelujah, and showed me the Antichrist in the tribulation. I'm not surprised. I know who the Antichrist is, and I've been telling people, and I saw him, okay? But what the Lord showed me last night was when he was starting his governing in Europe, hallelujah, how he moved, hallelujah, from this land to you know, European land. And I couldn't believe, 
because in the spirit I could hear the people who is like the beast. They were worshiping him, just like it says in the book of Revelation. I could hear in the spirit what John, the apostle John, heard. Who is like the beast? But in the flesh, in the natural, is another way, in the natural, I can see that it was the same man I've been telling people that is the beast, that is the Antichrist now. And I saw him waving at the crowd, okay? And, 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 and I noticed I was in Europe because I can see things that people describe to be in Europe, like the bathroom and things, the buildings and everything. It was in Europe. He's got to he will be welcome as, as, the, as the one who's going to bring the, this economy, the European economy, to where they want it to be. This is why he's urging the European economy to put themselves together now. Haven't you heard that on the news, him saying to them to, to fix their economy, to work on their economy? If, 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 you, if you heard this, please give me a one or a yes. Please, brothers and sisters, in the chat room, because I know this has been out there in the news. Hallelujah. That he's been telling the European government or governors to, to work on their economy. Have you heard this lately? Yes, we have. I heard it. I can look it up and, and hallelujah, praise God, maybe post it or something. Because this thing happening, but it, you can go on Google and search it out. This Antichrist has been telling the European government to put their economy together. Praise God, hallelujah. He's so horrible, people. He has been deceiving people. He, he, when this economy here in the U.S. fall, he's going to go to Europe. The Lord showed this to me last night. And I saw a lot of Americans who moved to Europe, okay? Because what the Lord showed me, there's so much distraction coming to the U.S., okay? First, what the Lord showed me was, hallelujah. Uh, praise God, hallelujah. First, what the Lord showed me was is that he showed me the U.S. again last night, took me out into the cloud, and I can see most of all the state here. I'm not going to say most. I'm going to start from Boston down to New Jersey, all underwater. Boston, uh, Connecticut, uh, um, New York, and New Jersey, all underwater. People, I was looking from the cloud last night. Okay, the Lord was showing me all this. Okay, and it was so horrible, horrible. People that I know I'm going to stay in the tribulation in New Jersey, friend of mine. Who don't want to hear about God now, and they're gonna be in such a, they're gonna go through such a horrible pain and destruction. Hallelujah! Praise God! It's it's gonna be real sad. It's gonna be real sad. I want to have my brother chance before I go on. We will continue with the study tomorrow. It's just so much still to talk about that I haven't said to the people. Praise God! Hallelujah! And I want to tell you, people, God, I'm gonna let my brother chance to go on and share some of the stuff. The Lord's been giving him before we have our brother Samuel come on at 9 o'clock. Go ahead, brother Chance. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yes, we hear you fine, brother. Okay. Um, you know, I I kind of struggled with this, uh, you know, and I prayed about it, and should I talk about it? And, you know, I hinted to you guys the other night, you know, I had some visions. And these were visions. These weren't dreams. This was when I was in, I was in prayer. And, you know, it, it, was, it was pretty scary, some of the stuff that, you know, I saw. But I'm just going to I'm going to tell you guys and use your own discernment. Uh, you, you can pray about it and, and discern whether or not, you know, it witnesses to you and, and you feel that it's, you know, from God or if it's just some crazy vision that I had. Uh, you know, maybe I had some chili with extra spice. I don't know. But I'll, I'll go ahead and just lay in and let you have it. 
So um, I was laying in bed and praying uh, for understanding, for confirmation of these visions I had over the past three days. Uh, Sunday, I had this vision while in prayer. I, I was in prayer at Sunday morning before I got out of bed. I was just praying in tongues, and I heard this voice, listen, very loud. And I stopped praying, and um, I waited, you know, and I'm like, okay, I I'm just waiting. And then I heard three days, very clear, very loud. Three days, okay, uh, and that's all I heard. And and so uh, you know, I went on about my day. And then Monday, uh, this Monday morning again in prayer, um, I closed my eyes for a moment while I was continuing in prayer, and then I saw the numbers six, 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 very large, very you know, uh, kind of brown numbers, glowing in yellow around the edges. Um, you know, this kind of freaks me out. Anytime I see six, 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 it freaks me out. So, um, you know, I didn't know what in the world this means. Uh, but then again, the next morning, uh, while in prayer, um, you know, I heard cargo ship. So, you know, I, I really don't, you know, I mean, these things, you know, they're like, <laughs> you know, far in between three days, 666, cargo ship. What in the world does that mean? I have no idea. Uh, you know, I'm trying to put all this stuff together. I went searching on the web, you know, like any kind of IT geek. Um, and, and I'm, you know, just searching the web and, uh, looking at the date from when I, when I got this message and trying to add three to it or whatever, and putting the date into Google and searching. And I came up with this, um, this place, um, oddly enough, it was in California, the San Francisco Bay area, uh, where lots of cargo ships dock. And I'm really, you know, I'm not really sure what this means, but I'm, uh, I'm searching. So I take my wife out to lunch, you know, we're sitting there and having coffee. And then I have this vision. Um, I see this cargo ship and then I see missiles being launched or fired off of this cargo ship. I don't know where they're going, but I, I see missiles being fired off of like this huge cargo ship. Um, and I don't know that it is California or the San Francisco Bay area. I'm just telling you, you know, before I searched and that's what I found. But as far as the vision that I got, I just saw this big cargo ship and missiles being launched. Um, so, you know, the next morning, um, you know, I, I'm praying again, and then I, I close my eyes and I see people running. Um, I see women uh, clutching their children while they're running. Um, their faces are terrified. They're, it's, it's extreme horror. I can't describe, you know. Uh, you, you see their faces. I mean, they're, they're just clutching their children and they're running. And uh, I can still see one woman uh, with shoulder-length brown hair, and she had a blue button-down shirt, and uh, she's running, and she's holding her baby. She's clutching her baby, and she's just running as fast as she can. I see explosions in the distance, uh, kind of like bombs, uh, you know, going off. And uh, this was a coastal area. I'm not sure where it was. Just I know that it was on a coast. Um, I also, what's really weird is my, uh, it, it switched to where I see a, a concrete dam, like a, I don't know, just a big dam, and then gushing water. I, I really have no idea what the significance of this is. Um, I see many missiles and rockets firing. Uh, then, then things switch. Um, I see an African-looking soldier wearing uh, urban commando camo kind of military gear. Uh, I see him drop to the ground. Um, then 
a lot of blood and liquid and things are pouring out of his mouth. Uh, this gets kind of graphic. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, but I, I just see him drop to the ground and then the liquid and blood and everything pouring out of his mouth with like great force. Like if you were to stick a garden hose in this person and turn it on full blast, this is what was happening uh, as it was coming out of him. Um, it just very, very, you know, it was terrifying. Um, so then the next day I take my wife to lunch because uh, where I took her before, where I had this vision, I just wanted to, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a confirmation. I'm trying to get something else. And then while I'm sitting there at lunch and I'm thumbing through the news on my phone, uh, I begin to read about Iran having weapons grade uranium in six weeks. And um, there was an army soldier there in the restaurant. Okay. And he overheard me talking to my wife about Iran and the news of six weeks. And he told me, he's like, hey, you know, uh, I'm reading the same thing, and I'm getting ready to be deployed to the Middle East, and uh, I'm with air support. Uh, and he was telling me in his gut, he's got this feeling that we're going to war with Iran. And um, he said, um, Iran already has the bomb, and they're working on a delivery system. So that, that's all I've got. Now I'll, I'll let you go ahead, Elvie. Yes, brother. Thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for sharing that. Praise God. I got Emmanuel. Praise God. Hallelujah. On the phone. Hallelujah. Brother, God bless you. Thank you so much, brother. How are you doing? We're doing great, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Just want to uh, say hi to everybody. It's uh, good to be on here. Um, just have a few words. Um, perhaps I uh, think it will be beneficial to all of us as, uh, as we're waiting for the coming of Jesus. To really prepare our hearts. Amen. Go ahead, brother. Share with the people what God put in your heart to share, brother. Well, there's actually a, a few things. Um, I was kind of praying um, to the Holy Spirit in terms of what He wants me to share today. Um, if we have time to get through all of them, we will. But one thing I do want to share is there is a dream that I recently, not recently, I had a dream last year when I was in Philippines. Um, uh, I don't know if you're still hearing me, because um, I kind of lost the sound. Oh, there we go. It's back in my ear again. But anyway. Everything is um, fine, brother. Go ahead. We'll hear you clear, okay? Okay. Yep. So basically, I want to share with you a dream that God gave me last year in 2011 um, when I was in Philippines ministering. Um, it was the day before Resurrection Sunday. I had a dream, and it pertains to the rapture and the end times. And uh, and in the past day or two... Um, uh, the Lord has really impressed on my heart to share that dream again and to even put it on my website and videos. And I want to share that as well. I want to talk about the uh, coming California earthquake that I'm sure all of us uh, have heard Brother LV talking about it. And what's interesting uh, about this is because I have not heard of Brother LV um, for actually it's, it's recently that I heard about him. I know he put out some videos last year. Um, but it was like maybe like um, maybe a, a month or two before that I heard it, and when I when I heard him talk about how he saw the actual California earthquake and the tsunamis, that's another confirmation from me. So I guess I'll, I'll go in, in terms of that direction first, and I'll try to give my dream um, later on um, because I think that that is something that people would want to hear. Because um, I didn't hear about the California earthquake through LV. I heard it through. Um, different other ministers. Now, um, back in the uh, Japanese earthquake of last year, okay, 
it was um oh hi everyone <laughs> i see people saying hi to me in the, in the chat room so hi everyone um so when the japanese earthquake happened last year okay there were different people who saw different visions and things like that and, and obviously every time people give a vision or some kind of dream we have to test it to the word of god the bible tells us to test the spirit and don't trust every spirit um, and, and the main thing is where we judge whether we believe a dream or not or a minister or not is to see their fruits. Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 7, he says, by their fruits, you'll know whether they're false prophets or not, because there are people who actually are wolves in sheep clothing. Okay. So I, with that angle, I was listening to some of these ministers and one of them is called Jim Baker, J-I-M space B-A-K-K-E-R. Now, Jim Baker was a, uh, a minister. Uh, uh, back in maybe a decade or two ago, he had a huge ministry, ministry with the Praise the Lord program. And uh, unfortunately, he fell into sin and um, he was in prison for five years um, for some money, like some kind of fraudulent thing issues. But after he got out, okay, he wrote a book in a prison uh, saying how I was wrong, okay, and he repented of his sin tru truthfully. And after he came out from prison, uh, God gave him a list of 31 things, okay? Now, these are all public knowledge, okay? I'm not, like, this is not something hidden. If you go search on the internet, you can find it, okay? And some people don't believe him because they think, oh, my goodness, you know, this guy, you know, scammed all the money and, you know, and uh, he's not trustworthy. And I, and I talked to some even, like, Close people, and he tells me the same thing. But here's the thing, guys. The good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that if we repent of our sins and return to the Lord Jesus Christ, which is what, you know, like Brother Elby and all these people are trying to tell us, we, you know, like this is what Jesus called us to do above all else. In Luke chapter 13, he says, unless you repent, you will likewise perish. Now, when Jim Baker... Uh, was in prison. He had a lot of different experiences, and, and he wrote a book, and I don't have time to go through that stuff because I want to get to the, the things that he, he said and he prophesied and actually came to, to pass, and it relates to the California earthquake. And so what happens is that when uh, Jim Baker um, received these 31 things, and some of these things included uh, the 911 uh, attack that was going to happen. He saw it before it happened. The New Orleans is going to be uh, flooded. And I think it was in a matter of a few days that he broadcasted it publicly, and it happened. Okay? And uh, re regarding the March 11th uh, Japanese earthquake last year, he uh, broadcasted on a show two weeks before. Now, this is public knowledge. You can't go back and then go change the date. You know, it's aired on the TV. He said on the TV that the Lord has told me that there will be a Japanese earthquake coming higher than nine on the Richter scale. And sure enough, two weeks afterwards, okay, um, the Japanese earthquake happened with the huge tsunami. We all know the story. So now there are many other things that he've had on a 31 list that came to pass. I just told you three. One was the 911 attack. There was the New Orleans being underwater, the Japanese earthquake, which was not part of the 31 list. Why am I telling you all this? Because I want to let you know that even though Jim Baker does not consider himself to be a prophet of God, he says, I'm not a prophet, but he does hear from God, and his track record has proven that he 
is hearing from God because the things that he says is going to happen from God, it happened. So what happened? In, 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 uh, I think in 1980s, he wrote a book called The Coming Apocalypse. I actually have that book. And uh, basically, it's just the danger of the prosperity gospel in our century, the coming apocalypse. And in that book, he shared a vision that he had back in the 80s when he was going to a Larry King live show that he was being invited on. Um, the Larry King show uh, picked him up with their limo. And while he was in their limo, he was on the way in L.A., Los Angeles. Um, some of those people are saying that uh, whether I can get a link for the 31 things. I don't have it directly with me right now. But if you go online and you search Jim Baker 31 things or 31 list, I think you may be able to pull it up. Um, definitely on YouTube you can find it. Um, but it's definitely out there because I've seen it. Okay. And so back to the, the, the um, his um, book, okay? In his book, um, while he was in this limousine, uh, okay, he's going towards the show. He said he saw, while he was in the limousine, he was sitting there, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he saw himself, either he was taken out in the spirit or whatever, he didn't know, okay? He saw that he was in the middle of the, like, in, in the middle of the Earth's, Earth's crust, Okay, in, in the middle, in the center of Los Angeles. And he saw angels of God holding back the plates, um, the, the tectonic plates or what do you call it, the earth plates. And they were prohibiting them from being kind of like loosened because afterwards he saw, he saw that the entire Los Angeles was devastated. Buildings was collapsing. collapsing. And it was a huge, huge earthquake, and it was completely, completely devastated. Now, that's the gist of the uh, dream. If you want more uh, of the details, you can go look at the book, buy his book, or, or go online. He has a free TV show online that you can watch. But he said that back in the 1980s, okay? And now, um, do I believe that he's telling the truth? You bet I believe that he's telling the truth. Now, did he tell the timing? He didn't tell the timing. Because and another thing I want to talk about is um, sometimes people get a little bit caught up, okay? Because um, different ministers, different prophets of God have different theologies, okay? Minor ones, not not like major ones, saying like Jesus is not the Christ or things like that, okay? For example, Jim Baker believes in the post-tribulation rapture, meaning that the rapture is going to happen at the end after the whole tribulation, great tribulation happens, then Jesus is going to come back. He believes that. That's why he's going on the show. Telling people to buy the food, stock them the food and water and all that stuff. And by the way, that is a good idea for, I mean, we don't know, like, what happens before the rapture. Even one of the ministers I really respect uh, called David Wilkerson, he passed away uh, in April of last year. In 2009, he saw the same vision, okay? Not, not with Los Angeles, but he saw, like, in 1970s, he had another vision which saw earthquakes in, uh, in the United States. And it wasn't limited to the West, he saw one in the east also. And in 2009, he saw another vision from God. And by the way, in the 1970s, his vision, if you go online, type in David Wilkerson, uh, 1973 prophecy, you'll see that entire prophecy. And many of the things that he prophesied in 1973 happened. Okay? And in 2009, he had another vision, and he emailed his entire email list. He was very shook up, and he said, Guys, I have seen what is coming. Riots are coming on the streets of America, and there are going to be – I don't remember whether he said he saw martial law or not. 
but I believe it's happening. It's coming. But he saw that riots are coming, and he says, at least you guys want to get one month of, uh, worth of food and water. Now, I know there's some people suggesting more, like Rick Joyner, you know, or even Jim Baker, to tell you, I mean, because the thing is, you want to help other people who are not prepared. If you can, if you're able to do so, and, you know, why not prepare more so that you can bless others, okay? But each person will be different. So don't, don't get into this guilt trip thing, you know, like, you know, they're doing this and I'm not doing that. Don't, don't worry about that. Above all else, the number one thing we got to remember all the time. Yeah, all these earthquakes are coming, all these tsunamis are coming, but above all else, Number one in all our priority is, number one is, we must seek the kingdom of God first. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto us. Okay? So, um, so, I, I, so what we want to do at this end time hour is remember always to be in a place of a repentant heart and spirit, just like Psalm 3418, it says, God does not despise, God does not despise, okay, a broken heart and a contrite spirit. This is what you and I want to do at this moment. Yeah, all the earthquakes and all those things are coming. We got to be ready and we got to warn people, but we, we must first remember that we have to be prepared ourselves because the worst thing, the worst thing is for us to, you know, go and, you know, send all the flyers, warn all the people, and then we get left behind. Okay, we don't want to be like that. Okay, so I'm going to go back to this. I uh, kind of get, got off track there, but it's important. Okay, it's important for us to have a repentant heart always. And an important prayer for us to pray is that we will humble ourselves before God. We pray, God, please help me humble myself before you, Lord God, because it says that God gives grace to the humble and resists the proud. Okay, so if you listen to some p people who are always preaching they got it all and they know everything and how everybody else is wrong and they're always right and they can't hear the counsel of God, be very careful. But people like that, okay, be very, very careful, okay, because we want, we want to be humble before God, and we pray, God, if please do not allow my heart to be callous or hardened, that if I sin against you, that I don't even know it, that I don't even feel it, please, Holy Spirit, keep me close to you, you know, and you read his word, you pray, you spend time before God, that's how we keep on a narrow path that leads to life, and so the reason why I believe in uh, the fact that the California, is gonna ha California earthquake is going to happen is because there are multiple ministers out there like Jim Baker who have had a, uh, a track record of being right in the words that they heard. Uh, not only Jim Baker. Um, as I told you, David Wilkerson, a very solid preacher, preaching on repentance, holiness, righteousness. You know, solid biblical stuff I'm talking about. Now, he, doesn't, he doesn't go off like many visions and dreams. Some people that God gives them that, uh, a lot of dreams and visions, praise God. But... Like, for example, for myself, another point perhaps I might, I might want to mention is for some of you who are out there who are thinking, man, you know, I kind of want the visions and I want the dreams that people have and, you know, all the people are having it. How come I'm, I'm not having it? Well, you know, to, to be honest, I, I'm not the type that get a lot of those, you know, supernatural dreams and visions all the time. Now, I do have them. I do pray for them. Um, and at times, God has given me dreams and I have shared one of them on the Internet. But our, our basis of our faith is not on anyone's dreams or visions, but it's on the written word of God. Now, obviously, we must listen to the prophets. We must listen to those who are bearing good fruits, preaching righteousness and repentance. We must listen to the people. Okay? I think the extreme, the, the, the danger, 
is for is usually the two ditches. One ditch goes, I don't believe in any visions and dreams and everything, and then and then they they, they miss the word of God. And then the other ditch is, you know, the person goes and 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 believe every vision, every dream, everything that a person posts on YouTube or whatever, and they believe everything. <laughs> okay, all that well that that's called um, you know a little bit extreme, you know, to say the least, because God wants us to test the spirit. Okay, so remember. We must bring our faith, okay? We must have our faith based on the Word of God, okay? And if we, look, if we listen to a person, the first thing we've got to ask ourselves is, is this person leading me to follow after Jesus Christ? Is he leading me onto a path of repentance and living in holiness through faith, not through legalism, okay? If that person is doing that, then, and, and, we, and, we, and we assess, okay, we keep it in mind. There are people who I listen to, I'm still, you know, keeping it in mind. I'm praying about it. That's what we want to do. Because if they're true, it's going to come to pass, just like many of these people. And, and Jim Baker, as far as I can see right now, he is, he's telling what he sees from God. And this California earthquake is coming. And David Wilkerson saw the same thing. And Dr. David Owar in Kenya. I actually want to meet him last time in Kenya when I was there. But I didn't get the chance to do that. But I believe. At least I can tell right now, he's also a true prophet of God. And he saw the same thing. He saw the earthquakes coming. Okay? And, uh, and, and there are many, many other uh, ministers. You know, we can, like, even back in the times, like, in, uh, in the 50s, A.A. Uh, a. Allen. He, if you go online, you type A.A. A. Allen prophecy, you'll see a whole long list of things that, that God used them to prophesy about America. Okay? You know, Bill Hammond and, and many other people who pretty much saw the same thing okay all of that is to point out to, to the fact that jesus is coming very very soon now um honestly like i don't know like it's, it's impossible for me to share with you what i what god has shown me since 2009 okay um I, if i have to sit here and, and and kind of share with you what god has been showing me in terms of how late the hour that we're in we can literally sit here for two to three days and if you've been watching the signs and times you probably can do the same thing but again, um, I, I want to bring a word of caution here because I believe God has laid into my heart um, a warning for myself and for those who are watching the signs of the times, those who consider themselves watchmen. Ezekiel, okay, 33, same thing. When I, um, when I look at the signs of the times and look at different forms and different things, sometimes my heart are, are broken because... Um, how do you put it? <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to put this. There are people who cling on to certain doctrines and theologies which box themselves out from receiving the grace of God. Okay? Um, and we don't want to be in this hour where we hold on to some kind of doctrines. For example, what, what am I talking about? Now, some of you may disagree with this. Okay? Now, um, you bring it with with God. I've been praying this for a long time, and this has been a debate for a long time. And I'm not here to cause a debate. All I want to do is to make sure that we all enter through that narrow gate. You don't have to agree with me. The only person that we need to agree with is Jesus, okay? But there's this doctrine out there that tells us that we're always eternally secured. We're once saved. We're always going to be saved. We can never lose the salvation, things like that. And granted, I read both sides of the story. I read the scriptures on both sides. I can quote their side and quote my side. I know it. But I'm just thinking, why not be safe? 
and go on the side because you know from and to be honest i'm telling you those who believe that they can never lose to the salvation and they're always eternally secured i'm telling you the truth there are many people who message me on youtube or facebook or whatever else i'm telling you the truth i go and click on their profiles and i go and click on and and people that i know personally that i i observe their lives and, and i look at their fruits just like what jesus told us to do okay a good tree can't bear bad fruit and a bad tree can't bear good fruit a good tree bear good fruit. That's what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7. And when I look at that, when I look at their lives, I see they click on like or they join um, profiles or, or celebrities that are clearly demonic. Like um, the secular media is so heavily infiltrated by demonic strongholds that it's not, it's not funny. And if you don't believe me, all it takes is for you to go on Google, click on images, and type in the top stars on celebrities. And when you click search and you look at those pictures and you tell me whether they're godly, you tell me whether they're moral, whether they're holy, because the Bible tells us in, in the book of Philippians, okay? Uh, the Bible tells in the book of Philippians that whatever is noble, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is good, think about those things. Now, if you're, if you're spending hours and hours in front of the television, if you're spending like hours and hours in front of the media, listening to the secular music, MTV and all that stuff, I mean, how could that possibly be you thinking on things that are noble, things that are praiseworthy, and things that are holy, right? And the, the clear answer is that you can't, okay? So, I kind of, um, I'm just of the opinion that if you want to believe that you're eternally secured all the time, okay, you know, that's fine. But I, I would just encourage you, um, just do what the Bible says, um, work out your salvation in fear and in trembling. Because I have read too many, too many near-death experiences and visions and dreams and people who went to hell and heaven. I read too many, too, too, too many, and even close to, close to hundreds probably, that when people went to hell, unbelievers who went to hell and there are believers who thought they're believers who went to hell and when they were in hell they saw that there are missionaries there are pastors there are christians in hell and all along they thought they were saved how could that be and how could that be you know because one third of the population right now claims themselves to be christians are they all going to heaven you know and and i think the greatest the greatest danger that we have in this end time hour is I think there, there, when we're talking about this topic in terms of salvation, there are a few groups of people. One group of people, they're, they're claiming grace, and they're living in sin, and they're still claiming grace. This group, we're not really concerned about because we know that they need to repent. However, there's another group who are not really outrightly living in sin, but they're kind of like lukewarm. They're just going to church, doing religious things, and yet they think they're eternally secured. They're once saved, always saved, and, and they believe they're fine. And that's the type of people that I really want to reach out to. And, and the reason why that is the case is because I was that person. Okay? I was that person for a long, for a long, long time in my life. And if it was not because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and if I had died in my high school years, I'm absolutely convinced that I would not have entered heaven and I would have had it for hell. I went to church. I did church things. I led worship. I played the guitar. You know, I did the keyboard. You know, I led Bible studies. I talked the scriptures, and I did all those things. 
And, you know, like the pastors and the people, they praise me. Oh, my goodness. You know, like, you know, like, praise God for you, what you're doing. And, you know, you're great. And people look at me and stuff. And they, th- they thought I was all right. I wasn't, I wasn't outrightly, you know, like, you know, like going out and, you know, like murdering people and raping and all this. I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing drugs or, you know, smoking or whatever. But there was hints. I gave this testimony on my website publicly. Uh, while I was doing all this church stuff, I continued to struggle and to fall in the sin of sexual morality, which is uh, looking at pornography for the longest time, for years. Okay. While I was doing all these religious things. Now, did God have grace on me? Yes, he did. That's how he brought me back. But how did he bring me back? How did he bring me back? Because I thought I was okay. In my drawer, in the fourth year of my university, I had a, in my drawer, I had six rows of uh, these DVDs. Each row had about 50 to 100 of these DVDs of pornography. I just burned them. Some, some of them I didn't even watch. And not only about the pornography, I, I you know, back then, I, I don't know if there's still this, something like this. There's something called BitTorrent or some kind of file sharing program. I downloaded hundreds and hundreds of gigabytes of these um, pirated software and movies and games and all these things. But as God gave me grace, which was not saying, oh, you know, Emmanuel, I love you and just, you know, be okay and just do what you are. No. The way he gave me grace was this. He sent me. A minister, not physically, but through the internet, he sent me a minister called David David Servant, D-A-V-I-D-S-E-R-V-A-N-T. David Servant, okay, he was preaching a 21-video series on the Sermon on the Mount, which is Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. And he started going through that whole scripture. And I've been taught all my life, Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount was about how Jesus saying, we can never attain to what he was talking about. That's why we need the righteousness of Christ. Okay? Now, let me, let me just say something very clear. We are not coming before God in our self-righteousness, because that's filthy rags in the book of Isaiah. We all know that. Okay? But what we are to do is that we are to come before Jesus and ask him for his forgiveness and mercy to cleanse us with his blood. But when we do that, we need to understand that our faith is not a dead faith. It's a working faith, which means that if you claim that you know God, just like me, if I claim to know God, I do the Bible studies, I do all these versions, all these things, and I have these hidden sins, and all you bet the Holy Spirit was convicting me all this time. He had grace on me, okay? But I didn't repent. I kept on doing it because I thought I was okay. But until he, uh, but until this person called David Servant, he he wrote a he he did this Sermon on the Mount series, and he also had a book called um, False Grace Gospel. And if you go on my website, you can click on that link. That's I I put that link there because it's so important. That book woke me up. You go to my website kingdomwarriors.com, and you click on Must Read, okay? And it will bring you to that link. And that book just woke me up because he quoted scriptures like 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11, which Paul says, do not be deceived. He says, neither fornicators, liars, the covetous, sexually immoral, uh, and, and thieves, and, and, tar- and all these people, none of them will enter the kingdom of God. And then, of course, there's scriptures like Revelation chapter 21, where Jesus says the same thing. But the, but the immoral, but the sexually immoral, the cowardly, 
and all liars will have the lake, uh, the part in the lake of fire. And we can go through many more scriptures like Ephesians chapter 5, Colossians chapter 3, Galatians chapter 5, 19 to 26. And, you know, many more scriptures that we can go into that says that if you claim the grace of God, that you continue to do things that the Holy Spirit is convicting you and you see clearly from the Bible that's wrong, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so I was woken up by, by those scriptures. Okay, and, and the question that you and I need to hear, that need to ask yourself is, because I think the greatest danger is that sometimes we'll just say, when we hear things like this, we hear preaching about repentance, we hear a thing about how we all need to seek God and, and repent and live holy, the first thing we think about is not ourselves. The first thing we think is, oh my goodness, that brother in the church, you know, those people in the choir, oh man, they got to repent. You know, they're, believe me, I thought that way before. And I know that there are people, I've shared with them before, and the first reaction he gave me is, oh yeah, you know, like those people need to, you know, Get right with God. No, my friends. We, you and I, are the ones that need to get on our knees every day. We are the ones who need to get right with God. Because Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, he first he says, judge not lest you be judged. Okay, But later on he says that, he says that, he says basically those are hypocrites. Because they had a log in their own eye while they wanted to take the speck out of their brother's eye. What you and I want to do is first remove the log that is in our own eyes. Then we can see clearly to remove the speck in our brother's eye. Because I'm telling you, the signs of the times are all here. The California earthquake, the tsunamis to the east and west coast, uh, coast, the Iran war, and many other scientific things that the insider governments, they know. The solar flares, the, the, uh, the pole shift, you know, the magnetic shift causing, um, you know, like a certain degrees of the earth to turn, all these things. If You probably know some of this stuff. Our earth is undergoing major changes. And I know that right now we're seeing like, oh, it seems like everything is just fine. Everything seems like it's, you know, normal. But I'm telling you, this is the calm before the storm. And Jesus is coming. Jesus says, what happened on the days of, in the days of Noah? How do you think Noah fell for hundreds of years when he was building that ark and it was all sunny all the time and people were mocking him and saying, you know what, this guy, you know, I don't know what he's doing with his family, trying to build this ark when it's all sunny and everything. Yeah. And what happened? Jesus says, and so it, and as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they gave each other marriage until the very moment. That the rain came and swept them all away. And my prayer is that we will not be in that predicament like, like in the days of Noah. Because surely I believe – here's what I personally believe. I believe the scripture that says God is gracious and merciful and he's long-suffering. I believe he has grace on us even right now at this very second. And if we – will truly come before God in humility and say, God, I know I haven't been living right. I know the things I'm still not pleasing you. I'm not, I'm not giving up to them. God, please save me. Please clean me. Please help me walk on that narrow path. Please help me pursue holiness. If we are truly broken before God like that, not in pride, but in humility before God like that, he sees our heart. Now, what I want to emphasize is, is this, and I try to do this in, the, in my recent videos because I think sometimes people misunderstand. The Bible tells us to pursue holiness, to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, and love, and all these things. We are to pursue it. In 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1, it says, to perf and perfecting holiness 
in the fear of God. This is to say that it is a present tense because we are still on this journey. Sometimes we are still falling. Okay? When we fall, we come before God in repentance. We're not saying that we're absolutely 100% sinless and, you know, I got it all. I'm holier than everybody and you all are going to hell and I'm holy. This is not the way to go about this right now. The way to go about it, just like what the Bible is talking about is coming before God in humility. When we sin against God, we come before him and pray, God, please forgive me. Help me today. Help me now to live a holy life before God. At the same time, with that said, at the same time, I don't want to give people the false idea that I keep on sinning, 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 sinning all the time. And, you know, like God's been convicting me of this just like me, like looking at pornography and all this stuff. All if, because it says those who do these things will not enter the kingdom of God. So what does that tell us? The key is the word practice. Paul says those who practice these things will not enter the kingdom of God. It is your lifestyle. It is what you think of. It is what's something that is characterized by your life. Are you always out, uh, outrageous about things? You always break out. You're always bitter against people. You're always unforgiving on people. You know, are you always, you know, stealing? Are you always cheating on your taxes? Are you, you know, if you practice these sins over and over again and that God has been convicting you about it and you don't do anything about that, now, let me tell you something. You're, then that's very dangerous. Please, please, please go and read 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11. And then go read Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 26. Just these two. Now, there are many more. But just go read these two scriptures because the scripture is very clear. That if you practice these sins over and over again, you will not... Enter the kingdom of heaven. Just like when I, I thank God for his grace that I didn't die in my high school years. Had I did, I would I believe I probably would have went to hell. I could be wrong, but I th I'm pretty sure because I was living in that lifestyle. And it was, if it's not because of the grace of God, we will not, I will not be able to, to, to come out of it. And since 2009, God has been showing me the signs of the times. Okay. He's been showing me the signs of the times, and it's been like three, four years now. Okay, and we are really at that moment. I mean, like we have governments building underground military bases, and for many different purposes, which I don't have time to go into. Why do you think they're doing that? Hundreds of the underground military bases across different nations. There are actually Christians, military soldiers, insiders who have seen and been, been into these places. Okay. The government, know, the government knows what, what's up, to a certain degree, of course. They're not God. Are there a group of people who controls the economy and, uh, and, and, and the media and a lot of things? You bet there are, but they're not God. Okay? You may be fearing about, you know, like, you may be afraid of, oh, you know, like, yeah, they're going to crash the economy. You know, the globalists, the, you know, the elite, they're going to crash the economy and they're going to bring all this to, you know, I'm going to lose my money and all this stuff. And guys... Like, <laughs> this is, you know, I, I just find it, um, I don't mean, I, I, I can't even say interesting, okay? It, it brings into my attention because when I start talking about how there are people who have insider information and they're proven the track record right uh, with the people of the elite, the globalists, who are planning the crash of the economy and even wars with Iran and things like that, and, and they go take this information and 
and, and try to work it to their advantage on the stock market, trying to short the market or something like that. I don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> the reason why God gives us these insider information, visions and dreams, prophecies and all these things, is not so that you and I can go into the world and, and get the very last buck out of it. Okay? The Bible is very clear. When the tribulation happens, when the judgments of God are poured out, people will be casting their gold and silver in the streets. Now, will gold and silver temporarily help you when, the, when, when you know, the U.S. currency is deflated and they're trying to bring in the one world currency? You know, yeah, they may, be, they may help for, for a certain period of time to preserve your, your currency because, you know, the, because they're going to bring a new world currency backed by gold and silver. The elite, has, you know, people who have inside information, they know that. But first of all, let's not forget, let's pray that we will not be there when all this happens. Because I believe that when that happens, Revelation chapter 13 talking about the one world government, the one world currency, and one world leader uniting the all, all the earth, all the nations in peace. That's during the time of the tribulation. Let's pray that we will be counted worthy to escape all these things, which is to enter into the rapture and, uh, of God and to be his bride. Okay, because there's really no more time for us to get into the things of the world. Okay, and I want to briefly share my dream right now with you guys. Um, and if you want a longer version in terms of other things I talked about, you can go on my website. You can check out the video. I think someone posted a link there before. Go on KingdomWarriors.com. You'll find that video. It's the most recent one. But the, in short, this dream is so I think, is, for me at least, it, I believe absolutely it's prophetic. It's from God. Even a missionary who was in the Philippines, he confirmed it. And, um, and, I, and as I told people, I'm not a person who has visions and dreams all the time. Okay? And this, in fact, is the first dream that I've gone in public because I'm careful of these things. Okay? I don't want to go you know, tell people I have this dream and you know, I make things up like that. You know, I, I want to be very careful. Okay? And this is the first dream that I went in public, and this is what it is. Last year... Before Resurrection Sunday, the night before, I had this dream. I found myself in a tall, medium tall building. Okay, a medium tall building, maybe about 10, uh, 11 or 20 stories. And as I was in this building, all of a sudden I realized that everybody in this building knew that a disaster was coming. Okay, all of a sudden everybody, and there's no question about it, everybody knew it. And then I saw myself, and then I saw myself going around warning people, guys, 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 there's a disaster coming. We gotta get out, we gotta evacuate this building. And as I went around telling people, guys, you gotta go, you gotta go, we gotta go out, get out of here now. I saw three groups of people. And this is the important part that you and I need to get. The first group of people, when I told them about this warning, they said, they didn't say anything, they just stalled, they stopped as if like time stop like like froze and i'm like what are you doing get out we gotta go you know we gotta evacuate the disaster is coming now I, I didn't have a sense of what disaster was coming it could have been a tsunami earthquake civil unrest riots i didn't know what it was but a disaster is coming everybody knew it but there are the, the huge there are many people who were stalled who just stood there and did nothing that's the first group of people then there was a second group of people that i saw these second group of people, I was very intrigued because 
in this building, there seems to be a very sophisticated or complex setup of an evacuation system. We're in the middle. Uh, it's kind of like a hollow building, you know, kind of like when you look out, you can see the middle of the building. It's kind of like that. And in the middle of the uh, building, there's like these, um, what do you call it, handles and slides connected very in complex ways. I don't remember exactly the details, but people were sliding off, sliding off these handles, a very professional, very trained manner getting out the building, okay? So the first group of people didn't do anything. They froze because some of them panicked. Some of them didn't know what to do. They just froze there. The second group of people were very skilled. They seemed like they had a lot of practice. They were very orderly, in an orderly fashion, exiting the building. And this happened for, for a while, okay? Now, the third group of people, okay, is what amazed me. The third group of people is when I saw myself, for some reason, when everybody was exiting towards the, to the bottom, I was actually going up for some reason. I didn't know why. I couldn't explain it. I saw myself going up the stairs. And when I got up to the top floor, when I got up to the top floor, Logic cannot explain this because when you go out on the top floor of a building, usually you see blue clouds in the sky and, you know, things like that. But I didn't see that. Okay? I didn't see that. What I saw instead was a huge field of green pasture and green field. Okay? And I looked at it and it was absolutely peaceful. It was absolutely, like, without any confusion or any type of, you know, like, disaster coming, like, uh, in, in the bottom where people were, 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 were struggling. And I was thinking to myself, how could it be that there's so few people up here? How could it be that there's so few people out here when everybody's going down, down there? Why aren't people coming up here? And I remember I had that thought in the dream. And that was pretty much the end of that dream. Now, if you are listening to this dream, you probably know what it means. There are people who are in the end times, who are looking at the signs of the times, who will hear disasters that are coming, and they will do nothing about it. They stall, they're stalled. They just sit here. Maybe some just, they're too overwhelming for them. They can't believe that a huge California earthquake can wipe out, you know, large parts of, uh, um, of the place. They can't believe huge tsunamis can happen and, and, and a huge war breaking down and things like that. They just couldn't believe it, and they, and they just do nothing about it. Now, that's a very tragic thing. Because when disasters come, you bet they were swallowed up. The second group of people are those who are very skilled. Just like there are many people who were keen on the year 2012. They're preppers. They go and you know grow their own food, buy their stock of the stuff and everything, but they don't know Jesus. Or better yet, there are people who know Jesus, but they're still living in sin and calling it grace. These people, they seem like they're very professional. They seem like... They are exiting and, 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 and prepared for the coming of Jesus, and they're exiting the building. But at the end, when they get out, they're still swallowed by the disasters. The only group of people that were saved are those who went up to the stairs and found peace through Jesus Christ, getting into the ark, so to speak, just like in the days of Noah. And I'm telling you, the door of that ark is closing very soon if it's not already closing I firmly believe the grace of God is still there for those who want to repent and trust in God I'm not telling you that I know absolutely everything's going to happen this year or next year or whatever it is I don't know the timing 
But I can tell you the signs of the times are before us. Even a secular scientist, secular insider, government officials, military officials know something is still happening in our environments, in our earth, in this year, 2012, and the following years. Very, very important things are happening. Even the elite, the globalists, are manipulating things to happen this year in our economy, politics. We're very, very likely going to see martial law happening in the streets of America. FEMA camps and all these things are going to happen soon. And when they do that, they're going to push the one world order, which is Revelation 13. And when that happens, we pray. We pray that we will be out of here. And if, unfortunately, you are here to see that day, please do not take the mark of the beast, which the, the official, the authorities will put on your right hand or on your forehead. And they'll call this some kind of um, uh, medical um, information, some kind of your personal identification. Don't take those things, guys. Okay? And I... I I just really hope that we will pray every day that we're counterworthy to escape all these things because we have to take the words of Jesus very literally. He said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 to 14, he told us to enter through the narrow gate. He says, because wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and many enter through it. But he says, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way that leads to life and there are only a few who find it. Now, how few is that few? We don't know. But I have read a, um, a couple of uh, testimonies. and even, uh, one, um, one is a near-death experience. One is a, actually two are near-death experiences. And one um, is a testimony from a pastor in Kenya. And all these testimonies speak of when they died, when they saw the vision, and when they went to heaven... Jesus showed them. He said, one of the, 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 the vision, that, one of the near-death experiences, this person is called Howard Pittman. And he was a Baptist minister. He wasn't even like super charismatic into dreams and visions and all these things. Howard Pittman, he died with a ruptured artery. He went, he, his body left, and he wanted to plead for his life. And when he went to heaven, he wanted to plead for his life. God told him, when he stood before, uh, in front of the heaven's gate, God told him, Howard, look at the line that's going into heaven. And he, and he saw that there were only people who were allowed to head into heaven one by one by one. I take it that because they were checking in that whether their names are in the book of life or not. But the important part is that the Holy Spirit told Howard Pym and he says, look at the line that's going into heaven. And he saw there are 50 people there. And then the Holy Spirit told him, look on the other line. And he saw 1,950 people. Okay. Which means the, the Holy Spirit told him of the 50 people who died and went into, uh, into heaven's gate right now, with 50 that are entering in, we look at the left side, 1,950 people also died on the earth, and they're all going to eternal damnation. They're all going to hell. That's 2.5%. And our red testimonies were ranged from one. To maximum 3%. Now, am I saying that's 100%? It has to be that percentage? I don't know. Only God may know. Maybe he'll sweep in and, and bring a global revival and, you know, like 10, 20, 30% of people get saved genuinely, repent of their sins and pursue holiness. Praise God. Let's, let's, let's pray that that will happen. Let's pray that that will happen. Okay, guys? Because we don't want to be sitting here and just wishing that everything would come and that we'll be taken out of here and everybody go to hell. No, that's not the heart of God. 
with the very last minute that we have here, we must intercede for the nation. We must intercede for our friends, our families, and our loved ones that they too will enter into the, to the, to the rapture, into the heavens of God. And we are surely out of time. We're surely out of time. There's, there's only so long a time that God can send his warning before he actually lets the event take place. And I would just like to uh, bring uh, my brother LV back on if he's here. I, I know there's 10 minutes left in the show if he wants to kind of fill in the gaps here. Because um, I've, I've been talking for a while if he wants to kind of jump in. But I, I'm just thinking, this is the time. We want to be getting on our knees daily and seeking God in repentance. And by the way, praise God someone mentioned Mary Kay Baxter. You want to check out Mary Kay Baxter's testimony. Her, her book on divine revelation in hell, divine revelation in heaven, as far as I can tell right now, she is true. And you want to check out Chu Thomas, C-H-O-O-T-H-O-M-A-S. And buy those books and give them for free to other people. Okay? Mary Kay Baxter, Chu Thomas, and there are many other near-death experiences that you, you can look at. One of the YouTube videos you can search on, on the internet, there's a Spanish young girl called Angelica Sombrano. And she saw the same thing. God, he, she died for a period of, I think, 23 hours, and God took her spirit out there, and she saw the same thing. Bill V's 23 Minutes in Hell. Amen. That's the second book that I read. Someone posted Bill V's 23 Minutes in Hell. That's the, book that I, that's the second spiritual book that I read. The first one was 90 Minutes in Heaven by Don Piper. The second one was 23 Minutes in Hell. Can you believe it? And you bet God, God woke me up with that book, too. And I'm just thinking, guys, we have absolutely no excuse, you know. We have no excuse because God is giving us not only his holy scriptures, which is our surest, surest uh, guarantee to enter heaven. He's also given us, especially in this past uh, century, so many near-death experiences, people who had visions, visions of heaven and hell. I mean, how much more can God do for us? I mean, he has already died on the cross. Jesus has already poured out his life. What else can we ask God to do for us? It is finished, Jesus said. So I just pray right now. And you know what? I'm just going to pray right now. And then, you know, whenever Brother LV want to jump back on, let him do it. Or if the co-host, whoever want to jump on, let, let him do it. But I just want to pray right now. I feel like this is something that we want to do. Because the time is really at hand. And I just pray that we'll be kind of worthy to escape all these things. Let's just pray right now. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, before your throne. Your word tells us that we can come before your throne of grace whenever we're needed. And we come before you right now in all humility, Lord God. And we pray in the name of Jesus right now, if there are any pride in us, if there are any self-righteousness in us, if there are any doubt and unbelief and any sin that are in our heart right now, Lord God, and in our lives, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would convict them in our hearts and you will help us to die to these earthly, fleshly lusts of our, of our body. And we repent, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And we ask for your blood, Jesus, to wash us clean. We thank you for your promise that your Bible, that your word tells that if we confess our sins before you, that you're righteous and just to forgive us of our sins. And I pray for every person right now that's listening to this radio broadcast, 
whether it's live or recorded. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I declare that every person who hears the voice of this broadcast will prepare their hearts for the coming of Jesus. And if there are areas in their lives that they don't see that they're sinning against you, Lord God, including myself, Lord God, we pray that you reveal it to us, Lord God, that we can prepare ourselves for your coming. Father, we ask for every, every person's families and friends, we ask for our loved ones, Lord God, in Jesus' name, that they too be awakened at this end time hour, that they will not perish in their sins, Lord God. And we ask for the people who are going to soon die in the California earthquake and the tsunamis and, and global disasters, that those who are persecuted Christians being killed by the day, the Christians who are being trafficked, the people who are being uh, oppressed, Lord God, I pray that you would, you, would, you would give them deliverance, send them your true minister, send us, Lord God, to where we are to minister to those who are in need, who are hurting. In the name of Jesus, do not allow, do not allow our heart to shut up, to be hardened, that we cannot hear your voice like God. We pray in the name of Jesus that you speak to us daily and prepare us in absolute, absolute repentant heart and to pursue after your holiness and your righteousness through your grace. I pray in the name of Jesus that you help us. Please, Lord God, help us watch. Be watchful that we'll be counted worthy to escape all these things. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right now, I speak to every demonic spirit that's trying to, that, that, that's attacking any listener of the broadcast right now. In the name of Jesus, we break your power now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we, we command you to go and we say that you will not return. And we pray, Father, for people who are listening to this broadcast that when the devil throws them fiery darts, when they throw them attacks, that we will be able to stand, having put on our, God, uh, our godly armor, our helmet of salvation, our breastplate of righteousness, our belt of truth, our sword of the word of God, and our, and our shield of faith that quenches every fiery dart of the evil one, Lord God. We thank you that you've given us victory. We thank you that you've given us power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord. And may we all be ready at the coming of Jesus. We give you praise and honor and glory. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. Thank you for coming on the show. Amen. Sharing what God put in your heart, brother. Thank Amen. you very Thank you for much, having me on. All right, brother. God bless you, brother. Thank Praise you. God, hallelujah. We will continue tomorrow, hallelujah, talking about the tribulations, hallelujah, with the Bible study I brought uh, today. Praise God, hallelujah. We got so much to share, hallelujah. We're going to get to Revelation 20. Praise God, hallelujah. The Lord has spoken with me this night about events that will befall Israel. Again, this night the Lord took me to Israel in the spirit and he showed me what was coming to that land. The nation of Israel. The Lord commands us to pray for Israel. The God of Jacob, the God of Israel, he has spoken with me about events about to happen regarding events that are about to happen around Israel. And I see 
fighter aircrafts. I see aeroplanes, high-speed fighter aircrafts. And in that dream, the Lord put me in the aircrafts, one of them, and was moving at a very fast speed, supersonic speed, almost like lightning. So and then the Lord made me meet some of them in the dream, the key leaders in Israel, in the dream. The Bible commands us to pray for Israel. The God of Jacob says, whoever will bless Israel, the Lord, he will bless that person. Whichever nation blesses Israel, he will bless that nation. So the Lord is calling on us to pray for Israel. I see fighter aircraft, and they are Israeli aircraft. Maybe the war that I prophesied coming to Iran is about to take place. On this Friday morning with escalating tensions this morning over Iran's nuclear program, according to U.S. officials, Defense Secretary Leon Panetta now believes there's a strong possibility that Israel will attack Iran in the coming months. NBC's chief foreign correspondent Richard Engels in Tel Aviv. Richard, good morning to you. Good morning, Matt. U.S. military officials are expressing very similar concerns to us, and they say that the possibility of an Israeli strike on Iran's nuclear program is about 50-50. Some people say it's about more like 70% likely, and that the window of opportunity for Israel to strike is anywhere from now to this summer. U.S. officials don't think that they will get advance notice. They say that Israel will likely carry this out if it takes place with long-range bombers and rockets, but there is still an intense debate within this country whether just a, uh, a short bombing campaign, perhaps three or four days, would have a real impact on the program. Richard, one of the criteria the Israelis had apparently imposed on themselves was could they create significant damage to the Iranian nuclear program, and then could they, Israel, withstand the inevitable counterattack? How are they preparing for that likelihood there? Uh, they are worried about this. Just a few minutes ago, I came from an Israeli home and I was interviewing people who are dusting off their bomb shelter. They were making sure that they have the gas mask at the ready. Uh, they are not imminently concerned that something could happen, but with all of these reports, and there are reports from Israeli officials also saying that Israel can't wait forever, that the military option might be necessary, so Israelis are taking some precautions already from now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Howard. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. We need to continue to pray for Israel. There's a lot of things happening over there. Praise God. Hallelujah. And um, this it looks like this is imminent. Looks like this uh, attack on Iran is imminent. We don't know at this time who's going to attack first. Hallelujah. But we need to continue to pray for the Jewish people. Hallelujah. Praise God, and we know the Lord showed me that he will fight for the Jewish people. He will protect the Jewish people. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. So we got to stay in constant prayer for Israel. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah, because hallelujah, um, they are threatened over there. Iran has said again, the president, Amnadiyah, has said again, 
that he wants to wipe out the Jewish people out of the map. Hallelujah. Just again this week, hallelujah, in his speech, in his speech to, the, to his own people. Praise God, hallelujah. So we got to continue praying for the Jewish people, hallelujah. We know that it's the enemy ha, since the beginning has come against the Jewish people because the Lord uh, picked our nations out of all the nations to be his only people, his only inheritance. Praise God, hallelujah. So we, the church, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Who are not going to go through the tribulation uh, need to, praise God, hallelujah, to pray for them because we're going to be taken out of here. The Jewish people will have to go through the seven-year tribulations, and it's going to be horrible, but God in his word has said that he will protect the Jewish people. Praise God, hallelujah. So all this, hallelujah, is common. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Well, for the people that are joining us for the first time and wants to listen on their cell phone, they can dial the number 646 Five six four nine seven two six. Hallelujah. That is the radio number to listen to the show. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And you can join uh, our Black Talk Radio uh, dot com slash the Lord's Hour, and, and it's free to join to become a member. Hallelujah. Praise God. So you just uh, after you become a member, you can click on, on the Skype uh, icon, and you can listen through Skype. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's one way you can do it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, we promised um, this past Saturday, uh, Friday that we will, and Saturday, that we were going to continue. We're talking about the tribulation. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is a hot topic because the tribulation, according to what the Lord has shown me and many other people, the tribulation is about to start. The tribulation will start very soon. Praise God. Hallelujah. The, the one that we're going up in the rapture, hallelujah, we know we're going up, hallelujah. The Bible is very clear, hallelujah. But we always got to remember that we need to stay in constant repentance before the Lord. Three things, hallelujah, the Lord has pointed out to, to me and my brother Larry that need, we need to be in constant repentance for. And it's pride, doubt, and unbelief. Hallelujah. If you uh, praise God, hallelujah. In your prayer, hallelujah, make sure you keep pride down and believe and repentant to our Lord Jesus Christ every day. Because these, these are the tools of, of Satan and this last day. Hallelujah. And I'm going to read to you in the Bible, hallelujah, that with, with God, hallelujah, tells us to, to be, hallelujah, praise God, to, to stay in faith, hallelujah. Faith is so important, hallelujah. Because any little thing can make you doubt, hallelujah. Like a lot of people, they doubt God because the Lord is taking so long to come. They they don't think there's going to be a rapture. See, that's doubt right there. You're, you're given an opportunity to doubt. Or unbelief. Unbelief is also not believing. Praise God, hallelujah. So it's very dangerous for us, hallelujah, to be, in, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, in, in unbelief, hallelujah, when doubt. We need to be trusting the Lord. No matter what we see, Jesus promised he would return for us in his word. So we got to believe his word. No matter what you see, no matter what happened around your life, stay in faith. Stay in believing God. Hallelujah. Remember, everything is possible with God. In another word, in relationship. Hallelujah. You need to have a relationship with God's son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's why we, we tell the people, you need a rabbi. You need Rabbi Jesus. You need to be walking with Jesus every single day. You need to be talking with Jesus. 
Hallelujah. You need to be working on your relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. He's telling his people that he's coming. Praise God. And we have to believe him no matter what we see. Hallelujah. No matter how long he takes. Hallelujah. Because we're waiting on the will of God. This, this rapture, hallelujah, is going to happen in the, moment, in the moment of God. The moment that God has chosen for this rapture to happen. Praise God. So we, we got to trust God. Hallelujah. We got to believe God. And he's telling us this is imminent. This rapture is imminent. And it's very close. And he's telling us to prepare and be ready. Hallelujah. To hear the sound of the trumpet. Because this trumpet will sound soon. Praise God, hallelujah. But to the people, hallelujah, that are going to stay behind, which is more than 80% of the, of, the of the world is staying in this tribulation, according to what the Lord has told us, hallelujah. We're, we're warning them not to get the mark of the beast, which the Bible says in the forehead or on their hand. Do not, hallelujah, no matter what you go through, hallelujah, no matter if, you kill, if they kill your family member, no matter if they if they cut your arm or your leg, how to make you deny Jesus, don't do it. Don't deny the Lord. Don't get the mark of the beast. Hallelujah. Trust God. Hallelujah. That even if you stay, hallelujah, and you'll be headed for the Lord, hallelujah, which will be the only way to get to heaven if you die for the Lord in this seven-year tribulation, hallelujah. Stay faithful to the Lord, hallelujah. Stay faithful because he's faithful, hallelujah. We're going to begin a Bible study in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Praise God, hallelujah. Where Paul says to the churches, hallelujah, don't let anyone deceive you in any way. For the Lord will not come until the rebellion occurred and the men of lowliness is revealed. Praise God, hallelujah. Talking about the second coming. The men doomed to destruction. This is talking about the Antichrist. Hallelujah. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called for, that is called God or is worship. Hallelujah. So the, so that he himself, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He himself up in, in God's temple. He set himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Hallelujah. This is why I was telling the the, the people last week. That the devil likes to imitate God, not, not anything else. Uh, like someone was saying that he likes to imita imitate the alien. No, 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 no. Because the aliens are the work of Satan. They are his demon and his principality. This alien ship that people are seeing almost every day. These, I asked the Lord about this, and the Lord told me very clear, this is the work of Satan. Praise God, hallelujah. So be careful not to be deceived. Hallelujah. Be careful to be listening to radio show or TV show just talking about this alien. Hallelujah. Because this is the work of Satan. Hallelujah. And we are we are children of the light, not of the darkness, the Bible says. Hallelujah. So don't be listening to Satan. Hallelujah. About this alien because you're going to get confused. Hallelujah. The devil is going to use all this talks about alien to get you confused. Hallelujah. To, to get you not to believe the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because then you will question the Bible. You will question God when you hear all about this ship. And even if you see them yourself, remember, they are the work of Satan. Hallelujah. Nothing else but the work of Satan. This is why the Lord took me to their, to their, um, hallelujah, to their planet, to, their, to those 
uh, places in the air. Praise God. And I see in this warehouse or this ship, and I see in this demon, hallelujah, exactly how, how, how people got photo down here in video. Praise God, with the big eyes, with a round head and, and skinny and tall. And when they saw me walking in there with the Lord, they just started running. They, they did not want me to see them. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why? Hallelujah. Because they don't want their light to be discovered. They don't want their light to come out to the light. And this is what the Lord, this is why the Lord showed me all these things. So I can tell his people not to be deceived, not to be light with this, with light with this work of Satan. These demons, hallelujah, these principality, hallelujah, they are the work of Satan. Hallelujah. I'm going to show you through the Bible that Satan likes to do all these things in secret. He always likes to be doing the things in secret. When Jesus spoke, he said, I spoke in front of all of you. He told the Pharisee. He never spoke in secret. The devil likes to do the hallelujah, not the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is why it says in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2, that God is going to reveal the man of destruction. He's going to reveal him. Hallelujah. Continues on, on verse, uh, verse 5. Don't you remember, says Paul, that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things. Hallelujah. And now you know what is holding him back. There's something holding the Antichrist back from starting his government. Yeah? So that he may be revealed at the proper time. There is a proper time when the tribulation will start. Hallelujah. And that proper time is approaching. It's very, very close. Hallelujah. So we got to be very, very careful. We, we got to be seeking the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. For the secret, hallelujah, power of loneliness. Do you hear that on Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7? For the secret power of loneliness. You see that the devil likes to work in secrecy? Everything he does, he does it in secrecy behind the wall. Hallelujah. Nobody sees him. Hallelujah. For the secret of the power of loneliness is already at work. Do you see right there exactly what the Lord told me this morning? It's the work of Satan. Nothing else but the work of Satan. Hallelujah. Praise God. So when you hear them telling you that these are the God that were on the earth many years ago, don't believe those lies. Those are lies of Satan. He's trying to focus people Hallelujah. And other things than the Lord, than his coming, than this rapture coming. Praise God. Don't focus on, on the things of the devil. Focus on the things of the Lord. That's what we need to be focused. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because the devil is using all these things, talks about aliens and UFOs to deceive people, to keep them focused on something else, but not God. To keep people focused on, on something about not his word, his word, which is true from the beginning of creation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Be very, very careful. Hallelujah. But it continues saying that but the one who, 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 who now holds him back will continue to do until he is taken out of the way, which is the Holy Spirit. Talking about one. Hallelujah. Not many, but one, which is the Holy Spirit. And then the loneliness one will be revealed. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to reveal whom the Lord will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroyed by the splendor of his coming. Who will destroy the Antichrist? The Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He will be the only one that will destroy him, not the people that are going to stay behind. Because many people say, when I get to the tribulation, I see him, I'm going to rebuke him in the name of the Lord. Well, 
Uh, only the Lord can stop him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 9, the coming of the lawless one will be accordance with how Satan works. You see, it's the work of Satan. He will use all sorts of display and power through signs and wonder that will serve the lies. Hallelujah. In all the way, hallelujah, that the wickedness deceives those who are perishing. Hallelujah. They perish because they refuse to love truth. This is why people perish. This is why people, hallelujah, get in trouble with God. When they refuse to love, when they refuse to believe God, be careful, hallelujah. And so be, hallelujah, and so be saved, continue Paul. For this reason, God sent them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. Who sends the Antichrist? Hallelujah, God. We know it's the work of Satan, hallelujah. But God is the one sending this delusion to people because they 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 don't want to believe God. They just don't want to believe God. So God, hallelujah, is going to have to send this evil, hallelujah, because this is what they want to believe. So God's going to give it to them, hallelujah. For this reason, God sent them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth, but have delighted in wickedness. Two things right there. They have not believed the truth. This is where people error. This is where people make the mistake. When you're telling them what the Word of God says and they don't believe it, hallelujah. They do believe when something is told to them about other gods for many years ago. They want to hear that. Of course they want to hear the lies of the enemy. And this is what gets the Father very mad in heaven. This gets the Father real, real mad. Hallelujah. Because people don't want to believe his word, his son. The word that his son spoke through his prophet. Hallelujah. To his disciple. Praise God. Hallelujah. They want to believe the light of the enemy. And this is why he's giving them this distraction. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then Paul continues saying to the church, But we, hallelujah, are always to... I always, hallelujah, to thank God, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, loved by the Lord, because God has chosen us, hallelujah, as, for, as the first fruit, he said, to be saved through sanctifying work of the Spirit through belief in the truth. See, when you believe in the truth, Paul says right there, you are sanctifying, hallelujah. The Spirit uses the truth, the word of the Lord, to sanctify your life, hallelujah. Praise God, when you believe it, hallelujah, this is why it's so important that we believe, hallelujah, the word of God. He called you to this through our gospel, Paul says, that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ, verse 15, so that then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the teaching, hallelujah. We pass on to you, whether by word or by mouth or by letter, hallelujah. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, you see the, the Father is being mentioned down here now, as I said before. So the Father is being mentioned down here, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal, hallelujah, and encouragement and good hope. Encourage your heart and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Praise God. Only God is going to do this in your life, hallelujah, through his Holy Spirit. But you have to believe. You got to trust God, hallelujah, that he will do this in your life. You got to trust his word because his word is true. His word don't lie. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. We got to trust the Lord. We just got to trust him. Hallelujah. And this hard day that we're in, difficult day, hallelujah, troubled day, there is so much going on, hallelujah. There's so much confusion and deceiver of Satan. There's so much lie being put on YouTube, hallelujah, about this alien. Every single day, the enemy is bombarding people with his false teaching, with his, hallelujah, false God, false alien, hallelujah. So people will believe all these lies, and they just, they put audio of the ship from the alien, of the voices from the alien. There's so much lie going on up there, and this is what the devil wants to put up there. Why? To give people another focus, hallelujah. To focus people on lies, on deceive. Hallelujah. So don't, they won't believe the word. They won't believe God. And this is why so many are walking away from the truth, uh, being deceived with all these lies, people of God. We got to be very, very, very careful, people of God. Very, very careful because the enemy is using all this to deceive people. Hallelujah. To turn people cold for God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this is not the will of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, we're talking about the tribulation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we've been talking about in the book of Revelation. Hallelujah. But now we're going to go to the Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 30. Hallelujah. This is the word of the Lord, says Jeremiah, that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, said, written in a book of all the word I have spoken. Hallelujah. Right in the book, he said to Jeremiah. Hallelujah. The day are coming. Hallelujah. Declares the Lord. When I will bring... Hallelujah, my people, Israel and Judah, back to from the captivity and restore them to the land I gave to their ancestors to possess. Hallelujah, says the Lord. Hallelujah. These are the words of the Lord spoken concerning Israel and Judah. This is what the Lord says, hallelujah. Cry of fear and hurt, hallelujah. terror and no peace. Hallelujah, ask and see, hallelujah. Can a man bear his children? Hallelujah, them why do I see every strong man, hallelujah, with his hand and his stomach like a woman in labor? Every face turned deadly and pale. How awful that day will be, says God. So no other will be like it, hallelujah. I will be, it will be a time of trouble for Jacob. This is what the tribulation is, a time of trouble for Jacob. This is how Jeremiah, hallelujah, how God spoke it to Jeremiah. But he will be saved out of, out of it, hallelujah. The 144,000, 12,000 that are each tribe, the Lord is going to take them out of, out of Israel. Hallelujah. He will protect them. He will put a seal on their forehead, protecting them. But they will be, hallelujah, persecuted by the Antichrist. They will be, hallelujah, tortured by the Antichrist. Hallelujah. They, they will be protected by God, but the Antichrist is going to torture them. Hallelujah. And that day, declare the Almighty, I will break the joke of their neck. Hallelujah. And I will tear off the bond, hallelujah. No longer were a foreigners enslaved them. Instead, they will serve the Lord their God and, and, and David their king, hallelujah. Praise God. This is, one, this is a powerful revelation here because the Lord told my brother Larry that David will be the king, hallelujah, in Jerusalem and the millennium of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. And I see it here, hallelujah. Instead, they will serve the Lord their God and David will be their king. Hallelujah, whom I will raise for them. Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah. So do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant, says God. Do not dismay, Israel, declare the Lord. Hallelujah. 
I will surely save you out of this distant place. Your descendant from the land of the exile, Jacob, will again have peace and security, and no one will make him afraid. Hallelujah. I am with you, and I will save you, declared the Lord. So God, the people of Israel can trust that the Lord will save them. Hallelujah. They are being threatened. Hallelujah. But the Lord, hallelujah, the Lord Jesus Christ will save them. Hallelujah. Because he's a, a mighty Savior. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is so good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to establish Jacob. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord continues saying. Through I'll completely destroy all the nations. Hallelujah. Amongst which I scatter you. Hallelujah. How, to how many nations are God scattered the Jewish people? Let's say let, let's see. Germany is one of them. France, Spain, Hallelujah, uh, United States. Um, uh, I mean, I can go on Canada. Uh, um, so many stay here in the United States. Hallelujah. All around the world, God has scattered the Jewish people too. This is what God says now in the tribulation. I'll completely destroy all the nations amongst which I scattered you. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Why will God do all this? Hallelujah. I will not completely destroy you, says to Jacob. I will discipline you, but only in due measure. Hallelujah. I will not let you go entirely unpunished. You hear that? God will not let them go entirely unpunished. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord says. Your wound is uncurable. Your injury beyond healing. Hallelujah. There is no one to plead your cause. Hallelujah. No remedy for your sword, hallelujah. No healing for you, hallelujah. All your allies have forgotten you. What is happening right now with Israel? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All these allies were supposed to stop Iran now from making all these nuclear weapons. What have they done? They have forgotten their friends, Israel. They have given practically their back to Israel. Hallelujah. The United States, French, hallelujah, Germany, all these countries, right now they should have stopped Iran. They should have stopped them, hallelujah, because they are the friend of Israel, right? Hallelujah. And they told Israel for now, for years now, not to attack Iran. Don't attack, don't attack, don't attack, hallelujah. We will put pressure to them. We will put pressure to, to Iran. And now the U.N. says that I, I, the Iran has more uranium, hallelujah, than what they thought, hallelujah. They're more advanced into all this, hallelujah. So this is where the church come in, praying for the peace of Jerusalem, praying for the Jewish people. That God, hallelujah, will protect them because only the Almighty will. Hallelujah. Even Jeremiah prophesied this, hallelujah. All your allies, Jeremiah 30, 14, all your allies have forgotten you. They, hallelujah, they care nothing for you. They care nothing. They care nothing for Israel, hallelujah. I have struck you, hallelujah, hallelujah, as an enemy word. And I punish you uh, as the word of cruel, hallelujah. Because your guilt is so great, hallelujah, and your sin is so many. Why do you cry out over your wound, hallelujah, your pain that has, not, that has no cure? Because of your great guilt and many sins, hallelujah, I have done these things to you, hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is why God punished us, hallelujah, because of our sin. We have to, we have to suffer. When we, we, when we sin, we have to suffer. This is why it is good for us to stay away from sin. Hallelujah. It is good for us. Or we will be or we will suffer for it. 
And then people can even curse God because they're suffering because of their sin. But it's their own doing. It's not God doing. It's their own doing. God is just punishing them for being disobedient. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 16. But all who devour you will be devoured. Hallelujah. All your enemies will go into exile. Those who plunder you will be plundered. Hallelujah. And all who spoil of you, will, I will spoil. Hallelujah. But I will restore you to health, hallelujah, and heal your wound, hallelujah, declares the Lord. See how beautiful is God? When you repent of your sin, hallelujah, he restores your, your life back. He, he restores your wound back, hallelujah. Because when, as you're being punished because of your own sin, hallelujah, your own wrongdoing, hallelujah, God will have mercy when you repent and turn to him, hallelujah. Sad is to those that don't want to recognize your sin, hallelujah. And want to blame God or want to find a cause to blame God, hallelujah, instead of just repenting. He's almighty. We're not going to win against him. He's always right. We are the one always wrong. You got to remember that. God is always right. We are always wrong because we always sin. Hallelujah. We always fall into sin. Hallelujah. So this is why he gave us repenting. Hallelujah. To turn back to him and repent. And he will forgive us, hallelujah. But I will restore you to health, says God. And I will heal your wounds, hallelujah, declares the Lord. Because you are called an outcast, hallelujah. Scion for whom no one cares, hallelujah. This is what the Lord says. I will restore the fortune of Jacob's tents, hallelujah. And have compassion on his dwelling. The city will be revealed on her ruin, hallelujah. And the palace will stand in a proper place. For them I will come... Hallelujah, I will come sons of thanksgiving, cause sons of thanksgiving, and the sons of rejoicing, hallelujah. And I will add to their number, praise God, hallelujah, and they will not be deceased, hallelujah. I will bring them honor, says God, and they will not be disdained, hallelujah. Their children will be, hallelujah, as in the day of old, and their community will be established before me, praise God. I will punish all who oppress them. Hallelujah. Their leader will be one of their own. Hallelujah. Their ruler will raise from among them. Hallelujah. I will bring him near, and he will come closer to me. For who is he who will devour himself to be closest to me? Hallelujah. This, this is a question God has. Hallelujah. Who is he who will devour himself to be close to me, says God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's you and me through relationship through Jesus Christ. We need to devote our life to Jesus. Hallelujah. We need to stay away from sin and seek the Lord with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength, which is the first commandment. We need to love God. We need to follow in love with Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you haven't fallen in love with Jesus, I want to invite you to do it. Hallelujah. Especially in these last days that we're in. Praise God. We need a rabbi. We need rabbi Jesus. Hallelujah. This is the time. This is the time. So God continues speaking to his people. And verse 22, so you will be my people. Oh, that is so beautiful. I like that. And I will be your God. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yes, mighty, you are my God. Hallelujah. See, the storm of the Lord will burst out in wrath. Hallelujah. And driving winds turning down in the heads of the wicked. Hallelujah. He will... Come against the wicked to destroy them. Hallelujah. 
The fierce anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purpose of his heart. Hallelujah. And the days to come. This is for this day, these last days. Hallelujah. The word. Hallelujah. You will understand this as God to his people. Do you, brothers and sisters, that are listening to me, do you understand what I'm telling you from God, from his own word, what he's spoken to Jeremiah? Because he said, you will understand this. Hallelujah. Right? I understand it. Hallelujah. How many of you understand it in the chat room? How many of you at home understand this word of God? Hallelujah. Praise God. Because it's for us. Hallelujah. Let him, he whom read, understand, said Jesus in Matthew 24. Hallelujah. Do you understand what God is saying to us? This is the last day. This is the day, hallelujah, when the Lord is returning. When he wants our heart to be his heart. When we turn back to God and we say, God, we have walked for many years without you. But now, God, we want to return back to you. We want to walk in your love, Lord. We want to walk with your son, Lord. We want to be filled with your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, Lord. This is what we want, God. Nothing else but that. Nothing less but that, God. This is what we want, God. What you want, we want. What your heart wants, we want. What your heart desires, we desire, God. Hallelujah. How many of you can say that to God? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He lo God is loving this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now he says to the prophet, I seek you. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord came to me, says Ezekiel. Son of man, set your face against God. God, hallelujah. The land of Magog, hallelujah. The chief of prince, Meshach, and Tobal, prophesied against him and said, hallelujah. This is what the sovereign Lord said. I'm against you, God, chief of prince of Meshach and Tobal. I will turn you around, put hook in your jaw, and bring you out with your whole army. Listen to what God is going to do to the Antichrist. Hallelujah. Listen to what he's going to do. I will turn you around, put hook in your jaw, and bring you out with your whole army, your horses, your horsemen, fully armed, and a great horde with large and small shields, and all of them with battleship. Hallelujah. Their sword, Persia, crush, and pull will be with them, hallelujah, all with the shield and helmets, and also Gomer with all the troops, hallelujah, and Bet Togamar from all the far north with all the troops, the many nations with you, the Antichrist, God is going to put a hook on his jaw, hallelujah, and bring away all the army of the earth to come to against the mountain of God, praise God, hallelujah, to come against his people, but is God doing, because he said he's going to put a hook in his jaw, hallelujah, because God wants to show the nation, God wants to show the world in this tribulation to come that he is the Almighty and that he is in control. And no one down here is in control. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 7. Get ready. Be prepared. You and all the hordes guarded about you. And take command of them. After many days you will be called to arm. In future year. This is for us. Hallelujah. You will invade the land that has been recovered from war. Hallelujah. Those people were gathered from many nations to the Mount of Israel. Hallelujah. Which have long been desolated. They have been brought out from the nation. And now all of them live in safety. Hallelujah. This is what the Jewish people are right now. You and all your troops and many nations 
Hallelujah. With you will go up, advancing like a storm. You will be like a cloud covering the land. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord showed me in one of the revelation dreams he gave me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I seen this whole army, European army, United, United States, many Japan, China, with all these armies coming to Jerusalem, to Israel. Hallelujah. To come against the Lord and the tribulation. I seen this so clear. I could, I could read the, the flag on the plains. And I could see the flag of um, <clears throat> a Great Britain in one of the planes. I could see the flag of China in one of the planes. Hallelujah. And I was like, wow. And when I read Ezekiel, hallelujah, I was like, this is mind-blowing. God is, God is the truth. When he speaks, his word must come to pass. Because it was exactly what Ezekiel saw. It was exactly what God spoke to Ezekiel. Praise God. I'm going to continue reading so you see. Hallelujah. Praise Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So this is what the sovereign Lord says. Hallelujah. And that day through will come into the, your mind and you will advise an evil scheme. You will say, I will invade the land of my well village. Hallelujah. I will attack peaceful and unsuspecting people and all that are living without war and without gate and bars. Hallelujah. I will plunder and loop and turn my hand, hallelujah, against the resettled ruin and the people gathered from the nation, rich and livestock and good, living in the center of the land, hallelujah, Jerusalem, Shiva and the Dan, the merchant and Tarshi, and all her village, hallelujah, will say to you, I have, you have come to plunder, you have gathered your hoarded to loot and carry off silver and gold to take away livestock and good and cease much plunder. Hallelujah. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say to God, this is what the sovereign Lord says, in, in that day, hallelujah, hear that, in that day when my people Israel are living in safety, will you not take notice of it? You will come from your place in the far north, you and many nations with you. And all of them riding in horses and gray horses, a mighty army, mighty army. You will advance against my people Israel like a cloud that covers the land. And that day to come, in that day, it was not in the day of Ezekiel. It was in this day to come, the tribulation. In that day to come, God, I will bring you against my land, says God, so that the nations may, may know me. When I, I am proof holy through you before their eyes. Why is God going to allow the enemy to do this? Because God is going to show the nation that he is God. He is the Holy One of Israel. Hallelujah. And he will show it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. When the Antichrist thinks, uh, says, we're going to get the Jewish people, the Lord is going to wait for them over there. Hallelujah. And he's going to show them who is God. Verse 17, this is what the sovereign Lord says. You are the one I spoke in former day by my servant, the prophet of Israel. At that time, they prophesied for the day, hallelujah, when God attacks the land of Israel. My heart anger will be aroused, declares the sovereign Lord. In my seal, in my fiery wrap, I declare at that time there shall be a great earthquake, hallelujah, in the land of Israel. God is going to shake the land, hallelujah. The fish in the sea 
the earth and the sky, the beasts and the field, every creature that moves along the ground, and all the people on the face of the earth will tremble in my presence. This is what the Lord showed clearly to John, the Apostle John in the book of Revelation, hallelujah, that it will be a powerful earthquake, hallelujah, in the tribulation. The mountain will be overturned, the cliff will crumble, and every wall will fall into the ground. I will summon sword against God and all... And all my mountain declares the sovereign God. Every man's sword will be against his brother. I will execute judgment on him with plank and bloodshed. I will pour down torrent of rain, hailstone, and burning sulfur on him and on his troop. Hallelujah. And, and, and the many nations with him. This is what the Lord wants to do, brothers and sisters. He wants to bring fire from heaven. Like, like John says in the book, and burn them. He's going to burn all the other ship in the sea, all the army, all the marine, hallelujah, all the plane, everything they have, hallelujah, in front of his own people so they can see that he is God Almighty. And then when God speaks, hallelujah, his word must come to pass because he's the Almighty, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. And so I will show my greatness and my holiness, hallelujah. And I will make myself known in the sight of many nations, hallelujah. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God for his mighty power, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Then he continues saying, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. And, and seek your 39, praise God. Son of man, prophesy against God and said, This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against you, God. Chief Prince, hallelujah. Meshach and Tobar, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. He says he's against him. Praise God, hallelujah. Why? Hallelujah, because he's coming to destroy his own people. And God, hallelujah, is going to show the nations that he is God. Hallelujah. He has given them bread to repent through his son, Jesus Christ. He raised up the apostle. To bring his word, hallelujah, he hold John in the, in the land of Pasmo, hallelujah, to give him his revelation, hallelujah, through his son, hallelujah, to give the earth more mercy, to give humanity more mercy. Look, over 2,000 years of grace, over 2,000 years of mercy to, 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 this, to, the, to the nations, hallelujah. And what have they done? Most of the nations step on the blood of the Lord, take his son for granted, blaspheme his name, hallelujah. Think that God is in heaven. He's not seeing this. Think that God has been looking at this. He's not going to do nothing. They are wrong. They are playing with fire. And God, hallelujah, his word will come to pass. Hallelujah. The many says, where is God? Why haven't he done anything? Hallelujah. And God has a time for everything. There is a time, the Bible says, for everything God does. Hallelujah. And he has a time when he's going to bring his anger, his wrath, his hailstone, his fire from the heaven. Hallelujah. Among the nations, hallelujah, who don't want to repent, who don't want to accept his son Jesus as the only personal Savior, as the only one that can save him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And says, I will turn you around and drag you along. I will bring you from the far north and send you against the mountain of Israel. Then I will strike your ball from your left hand and make your arrow drop from your right hand on the mountain of Israel. You will fall. Hallelujah. You and all your troops and donations with you. 
Hallelujah. I will give you a food to all kin and carrier and birds, to the animal. Hallelujah. You will fall, hallelujah, in the open field, for I have spoken, hallelujah, declares the, the sovereign Lord. I will send fire on my God. Hallelujah. And those who live in safety and the coastland, they will, hallelujah, know that I am the Lord. Praise God, hallelujah. I will make my, hallelujah, known my holy name among my people of Israel. I will no longer, hallelujah, let my holy name be profaned. And the nation will know that I am the Lord and that I am the Holy One of Israel. It is coming. It will surely take place, declare the sovereign Lord. This is the day I have spoken of. Hallelujah. This is the day he has spoken of. Imagine this, this, this revelation, people of God. The prophet has been speaking about this revelation for many years. Hallelujah. The trouble of Jacob, how God was going to deliver Jacob from all this trouble. Hallelujah. So we, we just, we, we just got to believe the word of God, people of God. And we don't want to go through this tribulation. Look at what God is going to do to the nations. He's going to destroy the nations. There will be no nation left at the end of the tribulations. So we only got one choice. We only got one way. There's only one way to the Father, Jesus says. No one comes to the Father except by him. There's only one way to the Father. So we got to receive Jesus, hallelujah. We got to seek Jesus, hallelujah. There's no way around. There's no other way around, hallelujah. Praise God. If we just think, oh, I'll just stay in the tribulation like many people have been saying. I'll just stay in the tribulation. That's fine, hallelujah. I'll just be beheaded for the Lord. Well, it's not going to be that easy because the enemy, look how many, how many people he is deceiving now. Million, billions of people he's deceiving. Imagine how much, hallelujah, when he's, when he's loose without the Holy Spirit holding him. Hallelujah. And the, and the tribulation, because the Holy Spirit is going to be taken out. Hallelujah. Him that is holding him will be taken out, the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is taken out, the Antichrist, hallelujah, it's going to go out loose up down here. It's going to go on deceiving and killing people. And all this judgment that is coming that John talks about in the book of Revelation. Praise God, hallelujah. So, the, I mean, there's no way, there's no hope down here anymore. It is easy for us to say now, everything is great. We're still living in grace. Jesus still has not come. It's easy for us to say, well, I'll just stay in the tribulation. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But, you know, now now we can go up just by receiving the Lord and serving the Lord. And when that trumpet sounds, we get out of here. Not in the tribulation. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it for this free gift, for, for this, hallelujah, escaping. Praise God, hallelujah. The time is now. Don't wait, hallelujah, many of you that are listening to me, to repent. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Repent now. Seek the Lord now with all your heart. Praise God, hallelujah. Turn your life 180 degrees for the Lord. Hallelujah. Whatever evil you're doing, stop doing it. Whatever sin you're committing, just stop. Stop. Hallelujah. Stop saying, when the Lord takes it out of me, I will do it. No, stop. Stop. Hallelujah. Just do it. Ask the Lord to help you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ask him. He'll help you. But sincerely repent to him. Let the Lord take over your life. Let the Lord guide you through his Holy Spirit to all true. Hallelujah. There's so much lie and deceit down here. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it's going to get worse when this tribulation starts. It's just going to get worse. So this is a time to seek the Lord. On that day, said the Lord, 
I will give God a bureau place in Israel, and the valley of those who have traveled east to, of the sea. It will block the way a traveler, because God and all his horses will be buried there. So we call the valley Ahamen, God, hallelujah. For the seven months, the Israelites will be buying them in order to, to cleanse, hallelujah, burying, I'm sorry, burying them in order to cleanse the land. All the people of the land will bury them. And, and the day I display my glory will be a memorial day for them, declare the Lord. People will be continually employed in cleansing the land. They will spread out across the land, hallelujah, and along with others, they will bury anybody that are lying underground. This is so sad. There's no other escape, my brothers and sisters. There's just no other escape, hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the only escape right now. We got to serve Jesus. We got to serve God through his son. He sent his son to die for us on the cross. So we will have a chance. Hallelujah. But we got to be obedient to his son. We got to walk with his Holy Spirit. Not like the five foolish virgins. Hallelujah. Those brothers and sisters who took for granted the Holy Spirit. And it's talking about the parable of the ten virgins. is the rapture of the church. Because Jesus come in the midnight hour, hallelujah, in the middle of the night, like a thief in the night, the Bible said. Hallelujah. He's coming for his people. And this time it's in the night. Hallelujah. Nobody will see Jesus when he comes for the rapture. I've seen the rapture. It's in the middle of the night when nobody sees nothing. It's dark. Hallelujah. Not like the second coming where every eye will see him. Praise God. Hallelujah. This time, nobody will see him because it's a spe- the rapture is a special event that is going to happen. The second coming is to restore everything. Hallelujah. He's going to restore the earth again to start his millennium kingdom. A thousand year reign of Christ down on earth. Hallelujah. Which I've I seen that millennium that is going to come. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's going to be so wonderful. Jerusalem is going to be rebuilt new again. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And many of us will have, who, 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 who've been walking with the Lord, will have ministry in the millennium. I will be continue to be preaching in the millennium. This is a special calling to my life to preach His word. And I will continue to do this because the Lord showed me that in the millennium, I'm going to be going out to preach again. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. So I don't know how many of you, <laughs> Amy says I am. <laughs> Praise God, hallelujah. I mean, I don't know how many of you, the Lord has shown you this, hallelujah, that what are you going to be doing in the millennium? You can pray and ask the Lord. I mean, he's shown me what I'm going to be doing in the millennium. He says, I'm going to continue preaching his word, hallelujah. And what am I going to tell the people in the millennium? Exactly what I'm telling the people now. It's all about Jesus. The Father, since the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, have made everything about his son, Jesus. It's all about him. Hallelujah. It's all about Jesus. It's not about you and I. Hallelujah. It's about Jesus. Hallelujah. It's about Jesus dwelling in your life. It's about you walking with Jesus. Jesus being in your life. Jesus, hallelujah, conducting your life with Jesus. Walking with his Holy Spirit. This is what the millennium is going to look like. I've seen what the millennium is going to look like. And and what I've seen, hallelujah, I see myself, the Lord showed me myself preaching in the millennium to the people. Hallelujah. 
and I seen going out and just preaching and telling people it's all about Jesus. Because many are going to the valleys, let me tell you. Many that have received the Lord Jesus Christ but now walk a holy life to go into heaven are going to the valley. And the Lord showed this to me. They're coming down to the millennium again. Hallelujah. With a little knowledge they have about the Lord. And they need to hear about Jesus again. Because eventually, like it is now, it will be in the millennium. It's all about Jesus. And even though Jesus is in Jerusalem, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Many people... Because the millennium is so beautiful, they're going to be focused on the beauty in the millennium. Hallelujah. The millennium is going to be a beautiful a beautiful thing on earth. The earth is going to be renewed completely again. So people are just going to want to enjoy the millennium. Hallelujah. Everything, the, the sea will be pure. Everything you eat, it's pure. Hallelujah. The Lord is bringing new technology. Hallelujah. In the millennium. Praise God. I've seen all this stuff. Hallelujah. This old technology we have now cannot compare to what the Redeemer the first level and the angel can build to bring to the millennium. Yes, there will be electricity in the millennium. I've seen it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So there will be radio in the millennium. I've seen this also too. People will hear the word through the radio in the millennium. Praise God. The millennium is it's a thousand year, people. Hallelujah. If you stay faithful with the Lord, you're not going to age. If you don't sin, you won't age. You stay young for a thousand years. You stay in your 20 for a thousand years. I mean, this is a great thing that God is bringing. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So we just got to be, we got to seek the Lord. We got to seek the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So continue the prophet saying, after this seven months, they will carry out more detailed search and they will go through the land. Anyone who sees a human bone will leave a market. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beside it. And the great day digger, hallelujah, bury in the valley of Haman, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. I will display my glory, says in verse 21, among the nations. All the nations will see that the punishment I inflict on the hand, on the hand, hallelujah. And I laid on them. From that day forward, the people of Israel will know that I am the Lord their God. And the nation will know that the people of Israel went into exile for Hallelujah, for their sin. Hallelujah. In another, in, another word, in another word, whatever happens to us is because of our sin. They went into exile. Why? Because of their sin. But you know, if you pay attention to what the Lord said to Ezekiel, they will know that I'm their God. So, did that mean now that they don't know now who their God is? I'm going to repeat that again. It says there to the prophet, they will know that I'm their God. Do that mean that right now the Jewish people, the Orthodox Jews, don't know who their God is? That's a good question, isn't it? Because Ezekiel said it. God said it to Ezekiel. The Lord said it. They will know that I'm their God. It's because they don't know that Jesus is their God. That's why he said at that time they will know that I'm their God because they don't know now. That Jesus Christ, the one that was crucified two, over 2,000 years ago, is their God who them crucified. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. The one that know who the, hallelujah, who the God is, is the church that has received Jesus as their personal Savior. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Remember Thomas? Hallelujah. When he saw Jesus and put his finger through his hand, he said, my God. Said Thomas, because you've seen your belief, that's exactly what's going to happen with the Jewish people. 
when they see Jesus, hallelujah, coming in the cloud to take vengeance for them, they will know, hallelujah. Right now, they don't know. Go, t- t- go tell the Italian Jews right now that Jesus Christ is their God. Hallelujah. And they tell you that no it isn't, they tell you. Praise God. But even the prophets say that they don't know that this is their God. Hallelujah. And he will, hallelujah, let them know, hallelujah, that he is their God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The nation will know that the people of Israel went into exile because of their sin. Uh, because they were unfaithful to me, says God. So I will, I will, so I hid my face from them and handed them over, handed them over to their enemy, and they all fell by the sword, and I and I dealt with them according to their uncleanness and their offense, and I hid my face from them. This is what I see right now. God is hiding His face from them right now. He is doing that right now. Praise God, Hallelujah. But in the, at the end of the tribulation, he will show himself to them. They will see Jesus in the cloud. And they will mourn over him, John says in the book of Revelation. They will cry. Hallelujah. Because they're going to think about it. They're going to say, well, we crucified We crucified him 2,000 years ago. We call him Beelzebub. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's so sad. It's just so sad. But you know what? God is a God of second chance. And their chance is coming in the tribulations. Hallelujah. But your chance is my chance is now. It's now, brothers and sisters. Your chance is my chance is now. Because if you don't take hallelujah, the Lord Jesus Christ now and his salvation now, hallelujah, to go up in this pre-rapture before the tribulation, you're going to have to be beheaded for the Lord. And Satan is not going to make it easy for you. When they take you in this, in this room with this guillotine, are being prepared now. Now. Haven't you heard what is going on out there? They got thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of guillotine in the United States and around the world. The governments of the world are buying them now. Like hot bread. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. They are buying. Why are the governments of the world buying guillotine now why are they buying them by hundred from china they are ordering them from china and i heard from other countries too other countries are making them like germany i heard praise god hallelujah there are other countries making this guillotine because they are specially ordering them united states have, have already ordered hundreds of thousands of them by sea they've been bringing them in and by plane why do you need all these guillotines where they're going to cut people's head? Why? Are they going to cut chicken's head with them or something? The, 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 the place of the guillotine, only a human head can fit there. Right, hallelujah, tied up to the sea, hallelujah. Only a human head, a chicken head is too small for this guillotine. The chicken may even run away from it, hallelujah. So it's not for chicken. A cow's head or neck is too big to sit there. Only a human has fed there fine. Hallelujah. So it's not to kill cow, neither. Praise God for the meat. Hallelujah. A fish cannot be placed there well. Because the fish like the fish like to move. So it's not to cut fish to, to feed the people. It's for it, hallelujah, it's for human hair. It's made up to tie the hands of the human. Hallelujah. Very um perfectly. Hallelujah. 
with a bell on each side, and the feet, the bottom five for the feet are going to be uh, set. Hallelujah. There, it has a bell there too, right for the human um, feet. Hallelujah. Why are, why are the government ordering these things, people of God? Come on, come on. Jesus said, let him who read have wisdom. Have wisdom, people. Come on. This is so close. Hallelujah. This is close. This is happening now. And many are asleep. Why are you sleeping now when all these things are happening now? Praise God. Hallelujah. This is happening now. Our own governments are doing this. Hallelujah. Our own governments are buying guillotine to kill human beings. Hallelujah. They're ordering these female camps, not only in the United States, in Israel, in Germany, around the world, in Australia, in Canada, everywhere. The governments are doing this. Hallelujah. They said in these, these female camps, but they're going to throw these Christians who stay behind. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. To kill them, to cut their head. Hallelujah. This is where they're going to make them get this mark. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. There are many saying that this ship that is being put in, in, in India, hallelujah, is not the real thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. China has said already that this ship, hallelujah, that you can buy and sell, that you can put on your hand on your forehead, is going to be introduced next year. Hallelujah. Soon. It's going to be made by law. But people are getting it in China now, yesterday. They're getting this ship in China yesterday. Okay? The government opened the door for people to get the ship where they can buy and sell. And it's going to be official very soon. They say sometime this year or next year. They ha they're not given a day. They're not given a day. Of course, it's not convenient for them. All the government are in, are in agreement with this. They're in completely agreement, hallelujah, to, for all this nation, even the, including the United States. There's, me there's evil men in the United States saying, that the United States will follow also with, with people getting the ship where they can buy and sell. Hallelujah. This is all happening now. Do you think the Lord is not going to take his people out of here? Yes, he will. He's going to take them out of here soon. Because we cannot get this ship. Hallelujah. Even though many Christians are saying this is not the real deal, yes, it is. The tribulation is closer than what you and I think. When the Lord showed me how close the tribulation is, I... Excuse me, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was I was shocked. I mean I have to believe it because it's coming from the Lord. But I was shocked. I was shocked. How can this tribulation be so close? Hallelujah. We've been sleeping practically. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Continue saying the prophet, therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, I will now restore the fortune of Jacob, I will have compassion on all the people of Israel, and I will be serious for my holy name. They will forget their shame and all the unfaithfulness they have shown toward me when they live in safety in their land with no one to make them afraid. When I have brought them back from the nations and have guarded them from the country of their enemy, I will prove holy through them. In the sight of many nations, hallelujah. Then they will know that I am the Lord their God. Somehow they don't know now that, that the Lord is their God, hallelujah. But he said, then they will know that I am the Lord their God. For thou I send them into exile among the nations. I will gather them. 
to their own land, not leaving any behind. I will no longer hide my face from them. Hallelujah. Why can they see the Lord? He's hiding his face from them. I will pour out my spirit on the people of Israel, declare the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What a great promise. What a great promise, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. That he will pour out his spirit on his people. When you and I repent, this is the promise. When you and I sincerely, and I'm just I'm not talking about repenting on Sunday and going back to sinning on Monday. This is not the sincere repenting I'm talking about. I'm talking about sincere repenting that when you say to the Lord, Lord, I repent, I sincerely repent of my sin, you will do everything in your power not to commit that sin again. That's the sincere repenting I'm talking about. You will do everything in you, hallelujah, with the Lord's help, hallelujah, to stop sinning, hallelujah. The Lord will help you stop sinning. The Lord will help you turn around from sin. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.